0: welcome in everybody we're live I hope and uh, this is episode 7 of the scope it is a uh, live show we talk about first-person shooter games and it's awful it's a shitty terrible show but these guys are here to rescue it so we're so thankful that they're joining with joining us today on the show they're gonna save this disaster I just know it I am um, joined by the host the co-host of the objective a battlefield Co- podcast cod past. This sure is going, this is going great yeah dubfire 33 over here and uh only slightly bad these guys run an awesome podcast we're going to talk about it a little bit here at the beginning and uh yeah how are you guys doing how are you doing dub
1: i'm doing great man this is i'm excited as hell to be here this is fun i've been i've been waiting for the invite ever since you announced the show man so yeah uh, i'm yeah. excited to be here man for sure talk I'll- about some games and, and some cry on each other's shoulder about battlefield
0: yeah this is going to be like a support group for uh disenfranchised battlefield creators here at the beginning so guys get your uh, get your kleenexes and stuff out um <laughs> how are you doing osb
2: good good yeah like dub i'm excited to be here kind of butthurt it took this long to get here but it's fine well there's gonna, bigger names out there. I understand. Well, you, you're
0: you're going to see why that is as this show is fraught <laughs> with technical issues and disasters and awkward pauses. Um, oh, so, so it's our show.
1: I, okay, I yeah, mean, so. <laughs> no, yeah,
0: you, you you have no idea. And also, as you guys know, before we went live, um, yeah, having the. Uh, The three people on the screen and then i have the screen share screen like we're just we're riding on hopes and dreams right now like this thing could get derailed at at any point and we're we're counting on my uh, rural eastern kansas internet to hang in there too like i don't think i don't think people understand like how much is going on and how much this is ready just to fall off their tracks
1: and just be gone so just a rattle trap it's just a ra- it's a rattle trap of a broadcast but hey well, we're, yeah. we're gonna make it work right
0: yeah whatever <laughs> and i guess if the stream dies and we'll, we'll still just hang out so that I don't, that's yeah fun. well but, that's fine too yeah man so yeah i just wanted to talk a little bit about your guys's podcast um i'm gonna pull it up on the screen i pulled up the uh the uh, apple podcast preview of your guys's podcast on the screen for everybody um you guys didn't know this for those of you playing at home uh you can actually i don't know if you guys know this dub and osb you can go on there and you can leave five star reviews and it really helps the people who do the podcast out i don't know if you guys knew this or not but yes. uh yep. but yeah all right um so yeah guys <laughs> go check it out um we're going to talk a little bit about what the future of their podcast is because um I mean, we're as battlefield creators. We're all kind of in the same boat with just just not a lot of interest in the game. I know last week we talked about the Google Trends and like where the uh, where the the uh, the search volume is just falling off. So that's where it's at. Um, I just wanted to start talking a little bit about battlefield and touch on that. So what when did you start playing battlefield dub and what's your favorite one?
1: So I started playing battlefield with battlefield nineteen forty two. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um yeah, some friends of mine said, Hey, we're playing this new game, you should really check it out. And um yeah, it it so I fell in love with it like the instant I played it. Um it was definitely a little confusing at first because it was really like unlike any other kind of game at the time. Quake and and Doom and stuff like that, right? And other kind of first-person shooter games at the time were all adventure-style first-person shooter games. And it was just this massive, you know, it was like kind of a massive multiplayer. World War II you know, uh, shooter game, and it was, it, and I loved it. Um, and it's probably, it's probably, it's probably still my favorite one, um, just because it's the original and it's, and it's really what got me into it. Um, but very close seconds are definitely Battlefield twenty one forty two and uh, and Battlefield four. So I still, as much as I like forty two, I still, I think I, you know, I think the consensus a lot amongst a lot of people is that four is, well, you know, four and three. Obviously, people a lot of it goes back and forth, but yeah. So like, so definitely the original one in like twenty one forty two. It twenty one forty two. Let's make that distinction, <laughs> Battlefield right? Twenty one forty two. Yeah, uh, I almost 4.
0: I almost spit my bourbon all over the screen when I heard Battlefield Two. I was like, is he is he doing that? <laughs> um. So yeah, what what about USB?
2: So technically speaking. My first Battlefield was 2142, but like I was eight or something. I played it at my child. uh, Yes, I am a (laughs) child. I was like playing it at my friend's house, like offline against bots. So, like, I I played it, but like I didn't at the same time. Um, My first real Battlefield experience was either Bad Company 2 or Battlefield 3 probably battlefield three is the one I spent more time in. I played the bad company game, single players, but I didn't really touch the online too much.
0: Yeah. So, so, so yeah, that's, I mean, your story is like reflects a lot. I mean, you're yeah. Like you're, uh, I don't know how to say it. Like the way you got into battlefield is pretty similar. A lot of people came to the franchise around those times. Um. Mm-hmm. So then what, what made you decide to like take it another step and do uh, and do a podcast.
2: So I I had watched Dub struggle for a while with it. Those early episodes were <laughs> hey, come on, I didn't,
1: okay. I would struggle. Well, was, they were uh, they were a little know, rough. I was it was tough sledding. It was tough sledding, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, well, in terms of starting the podcast. Um, I was gonna say, it's like, why are you answering that question? I'm the one I started the podcast. Fuck you you remember? Okay,
0: <laughs> just okay. let him have <laughs> it. Never mind, because we all know the um, podcast really didn't start until Evan got there. So
1: it actually really, it I'm actually, kidding. it it really kind of didn't. I mean, obviously, I was having fun doing it on my own, um, right? But it's it, uh, to take it to the next level. It was it started. It it was a, it was a, a multitude of things. I mean, I had loved kind of taking in certain video game content for a long time. <clears throat> I had never really been into Twitch. Uh, but then when I started getting into MW 2019 and I found the drop shot podcast, shout out to the drop shot boys. Uh, once I really got into their podcast and I realized it, it really kind of like rekindled uh, listening to them, how passionate they were about the game. It's like, I'm this passionate about battlefield. I love battlefield. It's like, this is, this is, that's the game I love. And it's, and and I, and it's like and i've realized like i want to talk about it more i would love to kind of i didn't think of it i'm 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 the real boomer in the room right i mean i'm pretty i in fact i just my birthday is today i'm turning 46 oh today. happy birthday dude Happy
2: birthday you old fuck
1: my old <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> I, didn't, I was reluctant to say it trust me but like so it's like i don't you know, you hear the you hear the term content creation, and that was like not a term I was really even particularly familiar familiar with. It was just I don't know whatever I you do. I wanted to do a podcast, but that's kind of what it turned into. So I just, but uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna talk about this game. I and I wanna talk about more video games, and I'm really glad that I did do it because it's 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 turned into exactly what I would hope it would be, talking about the video game a lot. Found and and that's why Evan kind of came in was because I realized I wanted someone. You know, it just this was going to work better having someone to, to bounce off, bounce things off of, have different thoughts and talk and stuff. And him and I met through the drop shot community. And it turns out we're both, you know, we, we both like formula one. We're both motor, you know, motorsports nerds. We both love Gran Turismo. We, you know, he's yeah. So, and, and he's a huge, you know, and he loves battlefield too. So it's like, yeah, it was just a thing of, it was just kind of a, a thing of wanting to just, yeah, just talk about the video games and really, and really meet more people, who like this kind of stuff, which is how, which is what happened, meeting you, right? I mean, this yeah. whole thing has brought us together and we've, we've garnered a great community, uh, you know, through our discord and everything. And, uh, yeah, so it's been great, really. I've really, I'm, I'm really glad, really, I'm still really glad I started it, even though this game has turned out to be an absolute dumpster fire. <laughs> but, uh, but regardless, I'm still very happy that, that I started the podcast and I'm very happy with, with the community and, and everything that we've kind of, uh, that we've garnered. So yeah.
0: I'm exactly the same way, like I've I've been like I'll have like roller coaster of emotions. I guess I'm pretty dramatic. Um, my wife tells me. I don't know if she's right or not. But I'll I'll be like really sad that like I had such high hopes for the games. I had all these content plans and everything and that just crashed and burned, but I mean, I really in the same way, like I look at it as a glass half full. I built a a YouTube channel with a lot of awesome people that have stuck around. I met you guys. I even put that in my notes, like meeting you guys and and my community has been like the best thing that came from the game because I don't want to play the game. But without it, I wouldn't have had like your guys's friendship and and my community that I built and be a part of your guys's community. And it's been it's been pretty cool as far as that goes. But that's definitely the bright spot of the game for me um if you guys want to um i put the links to their twitch in the description as well as their twitter handles if you guys want to give them a follow and then i uh, sent a link to the uh, podcast on itunes so if you guys want to check out their podcast um it is it's super awesome it's just like this like guys sitting around having a beer talking about video games it's a ton of fun uh to listen to and hang out with them if you want to interact with them uh they stream it on dubs dubfire 33's twitch on thursday evenings so you can go check out that if you want to watch the bot i prefer obviously like video content so like i go I go watch their their Twitch vod and watch it on Twitch so I can see the video and so I can see their beautiful, stunning faces.
1: I remember you like telling me that, and I thought, well, and it, it makes sense. We're, we're, whether you prefer video content or, but also too, like I think the thing, the, the interesting thing about podcasts too is like it's it, it is a bit of a a medium that like you kind of have to have time for, right? Like you, and and I kind of have that, and I think Evan kind of has that sort of time for it too. Sometimes you. It, the, my work situation allows me to like just have a speaker in front of me while I'm working and listen to a podcast right so it's yeah and and but I still thought but I figured someone like you yeah, I figured you'd take in the pod but yeah it's fine too if you're picking in the, the, the VODs on Twitch that's fine too man yeah
0: Yeah, I usually, I don't necessarily, like, just watch them the whole time, but I just have them playing in the background, like, while I'm working and stuff, or when I'm going to bed at night, but, like, when I'm working and, like, I hear a cool moment or something, and you guys are laughing, or I'll, you know, watch, I like to see like to see your guys's reaction so i i like the video part of it and that's part of the reason that this show is what it is i feel like people can watch it back in VODs for those of you guys here i love you guys chatting um that's why chat is on the screen because i want you guys to be a part of the show i want this to be something people can go back and watch and there's our first russian sex bot get him sad balls get him out of here <laughs> seriously
1: Is that I much said. of a problem
0: as wow. i say that dude as i say that people like the bots come in and start spamming but whatever they count as a view and they up the chat rate i guess so i i well yeah I mean, analytics whatever. right whatever <laughs> but but yeah that's why i i uh i mean this is i mean your guys's show kind of got me thinking about about doing this one and it's this is this is my uh the result of me pivoting from from battlefield and trying to introduce like other content and stuff so it's, yeah, here we are. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you guys, I did want to mention for those of you guys following, uh, what are your, like, future plans uh, with the with the podcast going forward?
1: Well, um, we, like I said, Evan and I haven't talked about it a ton yet. Um, but, I mean, we both know that we probably want to talk. We'll probably just sort of pivot to a more of a general kind of video game. Kind of discussion thing, um, but it will still revolve. It'll still focus on probably first-person shooters, which, <laughs> if you <laughs> if you pay any attention to Twitter, uh, it's 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 a pretty common theme on Twitter right now that that first-person shooter games are in about the worst state they've probably ever been in. Um, which you know, I mean that, that that's an an opinion that differs depending on who you're talking to, obviously. Uh, but yeah. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. We, like I said, him and I haven't really talked about it. And, but we're definitely probably going to, uh, we're both huge Gran Turismo nerds. So we're definitely going to be talking about that game for sure. Um, so, in terms of like, you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to like, I'm not going to change the name of the podcast or i thought about that, but like, I don't think that's probably not the way to go. Right. That probably will, you know, if you change the name and now and now the kind of people that were, you know watching it are the you know they're not going to find it anymore or they might have or they might not find the new one or whatever right so it's like so but i mean i might just make it like a like a like a name tweak because right now the the podcast is you know the whole name of the podcast is the objective of battlefield podcast yeah um so i don't there might be a little name tweak in there or something um yeah so uh something like that you know but um i mean i evan when is uh what march 4th grantersmo 5 comes out right
2: yeah, seven comes out this Friday. I've got it preloaded on my PlayStation already. I'm getting no life the fuck out of it.
0: You got? I want to see you, like in your living room on the coffee table with like a plastic steering wheel and just giving her with the steering
2: wheel and like have a i told of him. Her with I him told beer.
1: him. I know he needs to stream some of that. I, he, yeah, I I'm got, going yeah. to. I've
2: I've got better than a plastic steering wheel. I've got a full <laughs> sim setup, like right right there. The real just deal. Mm. the
0: real dang yeah. is that is that game uh is that game gonna be vr ever like i've seen it's probably too graphic intensive but
2: it might um like so PlayStation, playstation vr sport yeah the sport had vr but it was super limited on the ps4 um the PS VR 2 comes out supposedly later this year so it will probably be in an update because they update their game with content a lot which is cool yeah. wait what that's a yeah, thing i know are wild you, right <laughs> crazy
0: huh? um so yeah that actually is like a perfect a segue if you will uh into what i was going to talk about next with battlefield like so uh i guess the community is uh hyped about a scoreboard maybe this week that's where we're at now um yeah they talked about there possibly being a scoreboard week so um yeah. I was gonna,
1: okay, this week see I haven't really kept up on a ton of the the patch notes stuff. I've so, seen some news. So I They're did, talking about the possibility of it being like in what like kind of like with the the um like the weekly update or whatever with the content that they yeah. drop or whatever weekly.
0: So so shout out to my amazing producer who is uh stunning and handsome. Uh, I have the tweet pulled up here uh, to pull up on the screen. And uh yeah, so he said uh part Welsh uh Freeman, the community manager, said uh someone asked about it and I, I did a video like so they they basically delayed the feedback loop thing without even like really telling us. Um they they said that they would in their last blog, they said they were gonna tell us their new feedback loop for map feedback in February. Today was the last day of February and like it didn't even come. They just casually said it's gonna be Wednesday now. So like they're just like Blow it like it just seems so unprofessional just to blow past deadlines and not even like make an official announcement or anything but someone asked about when the next like 3.3 update is and that's the one with this with the uh, scoreboard and stuff and he said final review of the patch happens overnight with we'll publish this week if we go ahead. if not it'll look like we'll provide a clear vision of when it's due when we're happy with the best date. If our patch is going out this week it will be Thursday. So we'll have patch notes and a blog on Wednesday. So like the community manager is saying we might have a patch. Like they don't even know if they're going to have the patch for sure. And it's like two days out. Like I'm so confused because like no other shooters do this. Like it's like when the patch is ready, they announce it and it comes out. Like I don't like I don't know. What do you I mean, what do you do with that? So. Man,
2: I don't even know if I fucking care about the scoreboard and shit. <laughs> right. Honestly, fi- fix some maps, fix fix the game in general. Just just delay all of this stuff until early summer, whatever that means. Dude, and I, let us come back and kind of experience everything all at once. Go yeah,
0: ahead. I honestly caught myself doing that uh, when they first did the scoreboard thing. I was, and they tweeted like the first mock up and they said it's the first iteration and they're going to keep updating it. And at first I was like, oh, sweet, that actually looks pretty good. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's two months after launch of a live service game and I legit just got hyped for a scoreboard that's supposed to be done in the (laughs) game at the beginning.
1: Like, I know. Yeah.
0: What have they conditioned us to get excited for? Like,
1: they did. I seriously, and they kind of did because we talked about this last podcast. Like, the the lead up to the game was so much talk about the content there we go a little little poor let's yeah. let's 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 soften let's soften things up here a little bit cuz it's yeah it's going to get rough here a little lubrication I mean, they <laughs> yeah, really uh yeah because there was plenty of talk plenty of talk about content battle passes additional maps uh, uh specialists all this stuff right and it's like and, and then, and, and now nothing, just absolute crickets, dude. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an incredible disappointment, an incredible disappointment Um, because, and the other thing that sort of conditioned us, but of course, you know, the game was in such a bad state when it released. So, but the flurry of updates, you know, was, was encouraging. It's like, wow, look at this flurry of updates, uh, making sure that the, getting the game in a better state. Okay, cool. It's like, so that kind of conditioned us also. And then just the floor just fucking falls right out is, and and now nothing. And I mean, uh, I don't want to give at least there, at least there's some communication coming from them about what's going on. I'll give them that, but it's like, you're right. It's like, just leave it. Just leave the communication until you've got like something actually substantive to tell us. like you're saying it's like none of this none of this oh where we'll i don't know when we'll be ready now just look like part welsh is he's been a community manager for a long time and i mean i get there in a there i get they're really behind the eight ball with this game but it's just like i feel like if yeah you should you should keep the communication to substantive you know positive stuff coming from you guys because the community out here is not having any of this shit yeah
0: And I, I just thought it was just crazy that a AAA studio handed the communication this way, where someone said, "Hey, in your last blog, you said this was coming in February, and February is over." Oh yeah, well about that. Like, why do we right. have to yeah, ask yeah. you? Like, why right. you missed an update? Like, why you missed right. a deadline? That's yeah, that's a good point. It's so weird, but so and yeah. then, uh, Evan, what do you what do you think of that? Like that whole feedback loop thing like is it it seems weird to me like the community had to help them design a scoreboard and now we have to help them design maps like
2: yeah. is that me just being it, bitter or? It, maybe a little but at the same time i think they're kind of banking on people just kind of forgetting about this game at least until season one and they drop huge changes because let's, let's be real. We all know the player numbers are dog shit. I know Steam is only a portion of the, the player base in all reality. But you get a, a, at least a little bit of a representation. Because, like, Origin isn't going to release their numbers. Xbox right. doesn't give solid numbers. Same thing with PlayStation. So i'm thinking they're really just kind of waiting waiting it out and they're gonna be like oh hey here's all this this stuff that we've changed and updated and all kinds of balance changes and the bolt makes noise from further than three feet away from you as it runs your ass over (laughs) (laughs) and just like all this other shit i i think they're just kind of waiting for a, a big update and they're Like They're working on this stuff in the background, but they they don't really want to talk about it. They just want to wait until they've got something substantial to show the community. Or they're already starting on the next game and the interns are working on this one. It's one of those two.
0: Yeah, I can see that. The future is going to be very interesting and pivotal for Battlefield. I feel like I feel like we said that before Battlefield uh twenty forty-two came out. We're like after Battlefield five, this has to be a good one or the franchise is dead. And now we're like, <laughs> yeah. man, they better get this turned around or the franchise is dead. And it's like, at what point do we stick a fork in it, man? I don't know. It Yeah. I feel I feel like there's always a possibility for a Battlefield game to be successful because they do have a big name and they have a storied history and they have EA behind them. So if they did build a good game, like people would would get behind it and find it, and it would grow and, and do well. I don't think it'll ever be truly dead unless they stop making them. There's always like that chance that they they make a good one, right? Right. But, yeah. And to me, I was gonna get your guys's opinion on this because to me the the formula for a good battlefield is pretty simple and obvious, and I feel like it's one of the few things I have the Google Trends pulled up for the search volume. You guys can see it. It's like really sad if you if you make battlefield content. Um, the, uh, I've never seen anything like that. And I, I've studied a lot of like trends and searches for video stuff. Um, but yeah. So anyway, um, I just, I feel like one of the few things the community is united on is like what they wanted in the next battlefield game. It seems like everybody wanted the same things. I was going to get, uh, your guys's opinion on what you thought, like the perfect battlefield game would be and see what it's, how I think like, it adds up first.
2: so to me the the perfect battlefield game would be the map design and gunplay of four the immersion of atmosphere of one and the movement of five i do like the vehicles in this game the little bit i've i've used them well the tanks i can't fly to save my life but you really kind of have to hit at least good gameplay. And I like the immersion aspect. I know it's not always the best. And I I say that, but like, I don't like games like insurgency all that much or hell at loose. I know they're very immersive and they're very hardcore. And the hardcore part is what I'm not the biggest fan of. I would like to maybe see the person that's shooting at me before I just drop dead on the ground I, i'd like to have an idea of where i'm getting shot from
0: yeah and i think that's why battlefield one was so awesome and unique because it um, it had a super awesome atmosphere like a hardcore atmosphere but still had arcade gameplay like you could still yes. run around and be crazy and throw nades and you had a slow enough time to kill you know you could do stuff and that that's why i think battlefield one was was super cool because it had like super hardcore immersion it felt like it sounded like war and looked like war, but it still was like arcadey Battlefield. What about you, Dub? What, but, what do you think it should have been?
1: I it's a good question, and now that I th- I hadn't really like considered that like when we were even like, what should it be? Like, what what would the perfect Battlefield game be? Um, Because I was just I, and I had said this a lot I was really lo- ready for like something really something new, you know something something really kind of out of the box for Battlefield, but not this far out of the box. <laughs> Obviously, this is this is I don't know what this is. This is a wet paper bag, right? I don't even know what they gave us, but yeah, um, but like it, it. But if to frame it uh, sort of like Evan did, if I had to say like um, to me, like I always the the pinnacle of the game for me is still like like three and four. Some of the best some of the best maps are in three. Some Of the best maps are one of my, my uh, you know, one of, I I know that there's I know that not all the four maps are some of the most popular, but Zavod 311, I still think, is one of the greatest battlefield maps ever. It's an excellent map. Um, and there's some really fun ones in four Paracel Storm, Nun Resort. Um, and some of the ones in the expansion are, are pretty fun too. So, like Operation Metro, Meat Locker, right? You know, and and yeah, uh, Firestorm, um, um. Caspian border, right from three. So, like that—that that map design, right? With with the 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 movement and the gunplay that they came up with twenty forty two. Because if there is one plus, no pun intended, plus system, right? <laughs> uh, if there is one plus to twenty forty two, it's the plus system, which I really like and uh hey don't don't scoff at me you're the one with the joke about the swiss flag on your feet i saw that true <laughs> you saw that all right i didn't <laughs> uh so you know the movement and the gunplay of this game are great i like it i don't look it, battlefield boomers who complain it's too much like cod sorry and, and just keep playing Battlefield Four, and just keep playing with the same Battlefield Four movement you that you like. All, you know your entire gamer life, whatever. I think it's great. I like the movement and I like the gunplay. So the, the movement movement, the gunplay in this game, I like the, the 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 that map design that they they had for like three and four, some that kind of imagination. Um, and I liked I like the vehicle loadouts from four the most. I liked the way the vehicle loadouts worked. I liked the vehicles the most from four, uh, the, the the variety you had with the different factions. Um, but I'd also still, but like I, I'm also a specialist. Uh, I'm on the side of the specialists. I really kind of like it. I don't mind that the classes aren't here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that's the broadcast, boys. Thanks for coming,
0: guys. Thanks for being here. It's been fun. We ran out of time for the chat QA. I'm so sorry we had to cut this one short. Um, we'll uh, we'll catch you next week and maybe were, I don't even know. I didn't know. realize that
1: you were like so anti specialist. I know, I know most people don't like it, but I don't know. It, to me, like, like, well, like I said, what I was talking, if I when I talk about how I was r- looking for something new, like that's something new. And I don't really miss the classes too much. I really don't. I mean, they, they did it in four pretty well, you know, uh, given the variety of weapons that every class could use a DMR, shotgun, or carbine, right? And then you had only the one class of weapon specific to the four classes, right? So, But I like the imagination because if you played 2142, 2142 was very imaginative as well in terms of the way they did the weapons and the way they did... There was like there were like three different ways you could do like your med kit and stuff. And you know, just it was it had a really it actually had a really um comprehensive, really pretty robust kind of uh class system in 2142. So yeah, I guess if I had to say that what what I was expecting, I was that's I guess that's what I would have been hoping for. And 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 we didn't get anything. Nothing nothing close to that at all. Yeah, obviously. So I, mean, I think
0: that whoa. <laughs> we have liftoff over there. My car. You gotta put some counterweights on that thing, dude. You can put a hole your ceiling. Dude. Holy shit. Um <laughs> don't let it take your eye out. Like at least you got glasses <laughs> yeah, really. on. Oh, Jeez, yeah, man. man. Um no, I think I don't think I inherently hate specialists. I think they just were done poorly. Um I like I, I love Rainbow Six Siege and that game revolves around the operators. Right. Um, right. I I just I don't know. The whole the the one liners and stuff completely break immersion for me and it really seems like a sad attempt to be Apex Legends or or Call of Duty or, or Fortnite is a I'm reach, not gonna disagree
1: with that take at I, all. No. I, yeah, I I I can definitely get behind that part of the, the take for sure. I
0: don't right I don't really like if it was up to me I would have the operators be like you could pick one that you wanted to look like and dress them up and have a little bit of identity, but they are inherently just soldiers on the battlefield. Like you're a part of a big machine. You're out there. You're trying to do what you can to help, help your country or your faction. And that's you. Um, I, I like having, I really like having the different, like, uh, ethnicities and genders and different and representing different groups. Cause I think it's really cool when you can pick a character that you kind of identify with, and then you can kind of role play in your head that you're in the game, like you're in the battlefield. And then if they wanted to have like those crazy cool gadgets, just put those gadgets in a class. So you have, you have like maybe a first and a secondary gadget and then you have like a special and like, all those gadgets fit in a special slot and then you could mix and match who you wanted to look like you could do their clothes world war three absolutely destroyed it knocked it out of the park uh with their customization what you can do and i just think it would be cool to be a soldier with a lot of customization that you can make look like yourself if you want to or however you want to look on the battlefield and that's you and you're in this big machine this big war machine and you're you're doing what you can like, I, that's what I would have hoped for. Like, still, if they wanted to do, if they wanted to keep, not necessarily the cheesy one-liners, but if they wanted to keep some lore and story, I think that would have been great. But just keep it grounded. Like, the stuff that they say and the stuff that the specialists do, I feel so out of place compared to the concept art and the trailers we got beforehand. Like, it makes no sense. Like, I,
1: it's, it, but they, they yeah, it, they, it doesn't make any sense. And they did try to balance it. They did try to balance it because, uh, you know, Grandma Falk, she never says anything particularly out of place. Grandma Falk says kind of like, you know, um, they somewhat reserved things and somewhat spectacular uh, apropos, yeah, apropos stuff, you know, and Irish does as well. Right. Irish says very apropos stuff about like, hey, you know, we still got work to do and all that, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah, they tried to balance it. But no, I I'm not I'm not out of line with that take at all. It, it, it does feel like an Apex Legends ripoff off for, for sure. Uh, but um, they also, too, were supposed to... It, it, I think it's pretty clear that they were meant... This whole game was meant to really be Hazard Zone, I feel like. You know what I mean? I yeah. think it was meant to be Hazard Zone, and I feel like we may find out years down the road that they pivoted away from it a lot later than than they ever told us. I really feel like they may have... Yeah you know, and, and then tried to shoehorn a battlefield game into what they started.
0: Yeah. You guys were talking about that. Both you guys were talking about that on the pod on your guys's most recent podcast. And I, I thought that was really interesting. Cause in my head, I took it a step further, like conspiracy theory. Um, like maybe they started out making hazard zone. The maps lend themselves to that. The specialists play more into that. They got hazard zone to where it is now. And then they said, we got to make this multiplayer hazard zone stopped fairly unfinished and then they cobble together multiplayer, like that kind of makes sense, right? Like that's why Hazard Zone yeah. is pretty shallow because that's how far they got. And then they, but right. I don't know. That's just yeah. me making stuff up in my old brain while I'm sitting on the toilet. <laughs> so I, I, don't know. I don't even know if that's even possible.
2: Yeah. No, it. I would tend to agree with you because even the inclusion of Portal seems pretty half baked, along with every other mode in this game. Like they yeah. didn't. I think they went okay. We're gonna do this hazard zone game, and we'll do Portal for the people that aren't real big on that. And they were like, "Oh wait, maybe we should do something new to try and attract some of the the people we lost with Five and One, and bring them back into a modern game." And then we got the shit show that is All Out Warfare with 128 players, and I'm getting ran yeah. over by a bolt every 69 <laughs> seconds.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Something weird happened. And like some of the stuff, it's like, yeah. At the end of the day, my biggest thing was like, so uh, everyone's favorite EA studio head, Laura Miele, we all shout out her. Uh, she's so honest and amazing. Um, she said like in their internal thing, the whole blame Halo thing, that, that really was like what people keyed in on because we were all like, I can't believe you just said that. Um, but the other stuff she said was like super valid and my whole take on this thing I think I've been formulating in my old man brain over the last week is okay they had challenges with working from home valid like that would suck okay they had challenges of a new engine and that ties into working from home a new engine that was hard to make changes and that's what they had to do to get all those players and they just had a ton of development stuff with the engine valid it why wasn't it delayed like where she loses me is she says we thought it was ready and polished no you didn't like
1: and that's and that, no and that's a and that's a company and and Andy McNamara and what's his name the CEO or that, that it's like they got together and like this is this is our this is our take and this is our, our narrative. line. yeah that that's their narrative like we thought we had an experience that was ready to be put in players hands shit bullshit if you're, if you consider, if you either, any three of you remotely consider yourself any kind of real gamer, there's no way you thought this was ready. No way. You're lying. You're blatant, you're bald-faced liars. You're lying right to our face. Fine. You got to, you got to save the face somehow. Right. But I mean, it's, there's, there's, they're lying. There's no question. No gamer would have ever got a hold of this and thought to themselves. I was trying to say, I, I, I kind of, in hindsight, I wish I would have switched my our narrative up a little bit when the beta came out because that beta that was what i call i, I worked for software companies i worked uh, i I worked for a few different software companies back in the day um I was never a software engineer I could never get the hang of coding coding's hard actually um I believe that. Uh, it's yeah it's it's you've got to kind of you've got to really kind of have the brain for for logic and coding and stuff. But I did um, testing and QA and quality assurance testing for a couple of different software companies. So I was very ensconced in the whole process. And it's not an easy process. But like there's no question, like there's no way. And and so I know it was hard to test this stuff. And I know it was hard to like really get a feel for this stuff. But that what we what we would have called a, something like that, that beta that was released, we would have called that an internal beta. A lot of people were saying, Oh, it was this alpha. Well, it probably was. It was. It, it's basically the alpha that's been given to the whole team. Like, okay, we've got our beta, but it's an internal beta, which means there's a ton more work that needs to be done to it. You know, there's still a ton more work because there is such a thing as a, as a public beta. We're familiar with public betas. Was, didn't Vanguard have a public beta? Was it yeah. Vanguard? Oh. Right. Vanguard had a public beta, right? Most
0: games do that. That's now. a
1: public beta, a game that is, that is 95% there
0: yeah i feel and, like the that <laughs> makes sense to me because like a public beta is something that you have all the bugs fixed that you know about and then you put it out to a larger audience to find the right. stuff that's the a little bit more tasks, nuanced and yeah that's
1: more exactly right and yeah and i kind of wish i would have i really wish i would have hammered a little bit more like that this game should not be released like yeah not that it would have made a difference obviously right. because shareholders and all that shit but it's like they never should have yeah this this game this we should not even have this game right now they electronic arts absolutely should have made the decision that this game not be released until this coming you know this coming summer and I'm, it, 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 I'm
0: sure that yeah. i'm sure that's a conscious decision they made like how much money are we going to make if we just release this thing based off marketing not showing a bunch of gameplay right. and really cool trailers and or how much will we do if we actually make it another take another year it needed another year and honestly i feel like it could have succeeded with another mm-hmm. year um a lot of the bugs just suck and those would have been taken care of um maybe they could have had time for some more like internal play tests and feedback from maybe content creators that would have liked a little bit more class traditional class system and a way to maybe compromise with the specialists so they could still do their live service and then hazard zone has a really cool like base to it but that's all it is it's a skeleton of a game mode and if that would have got fleshed out with more no yeah. if that would have got fleshed out with like a reason to play it like a reason to chase something and keep going then it would have been a pretty cool game and if they would have had like i mean I, I see a lot of people still frustrated about uh portal xp like i don't know how that wasn't sorted out either and that could have been figured out ahead of time right. and it's just and they would have and then they would have had time the map team would have had time to finish the maps i don't think the maps are finished like to me like if you go inside buildings and they're just empty squares no. all the time and the lighting is crazy like
1: it's so bad i don't know so that's actually yeah i hadn't that's a that's a thought i hadn't really had before that the buildings aren't finished and they definitely didn't i mean they yeah they they are they Took a quite the departure too from like the from all the previous buildings. They definitely like didn't rehash like Battlefield uh, four buildings necessarily. They're they are uh, they they fit the the time a little bit more. They look like they're buildings that would exist in you know say 2042. Um, is it cool if I respond to chat? Yeah, Dash, you don't mind. Yeah, no, that's Dash cool. Show. And Dash, we'll
0: definitely uh, uh just to let everyone know, we'll definitely also take some time at the end if you guys want to stick around uh to to talk with chat for a little bit at the end. So but
1: yeah, yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Well, because you were talking about hazard zone and uh cable Bulletin is talking about hazard zone, and we've got a guy in our community, this just in. Uh he's a he's a hazard zone chad, and it's and he loves playing it. And 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 it's like you're saying and, he was saying there's there is this like there is this like kind of core group of people that are like really into it and they really like playing it and i played it with it we played it one night and i can see it because it's got it's 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 got the battle royale sort of tension feel to it it's got the high stakes feel to it you know you're trying to you're you're being hunted down by other players and you want to extract first you want to survive so you can extract and all that stuff even though there's nothing to gain in (laughs) hazard zone where you could Mm-hmm. be gaining something that's like, a Tarkov or say Warzone right but I mean it's like the 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 that gameplay is there that tension of of the Battle Royale is there and I I can see you know so yeah yep it may, but,
0: uh, I just needed more time like if there was like a currency and yeah. like maybe like a store where you could buy stuff that you that you could wear on the battlefield and show people that like you kicked ass and in Hazard
1: Zone and right. yeah I don't know there's just needed no, a reason just, that, yeah there's like what the the player cards they do have like player cards that you will earn but there's only one there's one set of player cards for for hazard zone right and then there's like another there's like a few other yeah it's like there's so there's so little yeah there's just so little content in this game so little and it's a bummer because the content that they the 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 vehicle the, the the way they're doing the content i i think it's pretty cool i think the player card's pretty neat it's a lot bigger than, like, just like, you know, your sort of a rectangular emblem in Call of Duty. It's, they're, de- they're a little bit more detailed. So you, you're going to get more artwork on there. The, you know, uh, you, you, you can, you can put your pins on there and you get the different titles. It's like they, they worked out a good little, yeah, sort of skeleton, like you say, as, like you say, if you will, for it. There's just, there's not enough of it. There's the heart next to nothing. And then that's the, that's the depressing part. It's yeah. like, why I got it all now pretty much got it all you know and it's like and at this point i kind of oh my gosh i mean like hey more power to the people out there still playing and i see people posting on twitter all the time like and i mean i don't mean to just be disparaging towards them because if you're liking the game fine but like they're posting that they um you know they got like the um the master and it's like okay you've, you've you've killed a lot of people yeah that's you didn't you didn't really do it you know you didn't have to like do this kind you didn't have to uh do a situation where you've got to kill so many people with this gun with this uh attachment which is like okay that's grindy stuff that like you get with with call of duty and and say destiny or whatever but i mean it's like it's something it's something more than what we've got in this game. yeah
0: it's weird to have a, it's weird to have like a top tier skin and all you do is just shoot people like you just play the game a long yeah, time you, and you're you, gonna you're gonna get it if you just play the game for a long time You just
1: play the game in enough time for enough time exactly
0: i i have had that too and I, and i i definitely i definitely want to want to make that clear that i if you enjoy the game then more power to you that's awesome like i'm not gonna say you're wrong like you, you you're i mean you're free people you like what you want to like and if you're liking the game that's great so like yeah I don't. I know a lot sure. of people get defensive. Like, someone's like, I'm enjoying the game and having fun. Like, why it's, bro. And they just list all the stuff they hate about it. It's like, it's, it's, okay. it's okay. I mean, believe it or not, guys, it is okay to have differing yeah. opinions
1: yeah. and the world will still keep turning. Like, it's okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and speaking of that, one of the things I bring up all the time is, well, because like, I didn't really uh, play BF5. Evan was like in BF5 from the start and like, he's, he's said a lot i mean like this is this is even worse right that the kind of content that is in this game now this is even in a worse spot than 5 was when it started off right dude
2: yeah yeah 5 was pretty bad at launch but there was there was more there there was more weapons there was more vehicles the the maps had destruction you know like how battlefield yes. has been founded around forever now And this game, this game doesn't have any of that. The only thing I can really think of positive for 2042 versus five is they haven't introduced the same level of bugs with updates. The, the one I always go back to with five was it was like three months after launch. And there was a, a bug where there was a constant airplane noise Somebody would get in a plane and fly overhead, and there was an airplane yeah. for the rest of the fucking match. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my it. God. It was so bad. And as an infantry player, you could do almost nothing against planes at that point. The Flieger Flaust wasn't in the game. AA guns did fuck all against planes. The the
1: Flieger Flaust wasn't in the game from the start? No, no, no that came, came with later. the Pacific wow, update. That is,
2: was like ice. two years. Nice. Please. Yeah. That, that's the
0: turning point of the game when I started to like it. The Pacific and the Fliegerfowl came out minus the two times they broke the TTK. Like that yes. was confusing and I stopped playing. But then when they put it back, like that was like, that was that would be, so in the in the earnings call when Andrew Wilson is like, DICE has a great history of like fixing games and listening to the community, which I felt like was like a low key dig. But I'm like, I would argue <laughs> yeah. like in Battlefield 5, People were like, man, the Pacific's great, and then they broke the TtK and like it was terrible to play. It was it didn't feel good at all. Everyone quit playing, everyone yes. complained about it. Dice came back and said, we have stats that that new players like this better. We have a lot of data that you guys can't see. so trust me, this is what you like. And they went through that cycle twice. <sighs> they put it back and then like a couple months yeah. later, they yeah. broke it again, and then they had to go back and then they put it back. and like now where it's at, it's not as good as before the first time. But where it's at now it's definitely playable and Battlefield 5 is my favorite mechanically uh, of the battlefields. I'm not going to say like gun balance and like the random recoil is atrocious and the attrition system should have never been put in Battlefield but in my opinion but the the movement is my favorite. Like I don't know why they took out like leaning they took that out. They took out like going prone on your back. They took out crouch sprinting. Like it sounds silly, but I would actually use like crouch sprint to like sneak up on a tank. Like if you're yes. in a little ditch or below a wall, I would crouch and spread. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know why they like, it's like they went backwards, but I don't know. I've, I don't want to harp. I don't want to harp on battlefield like too long. Cause like I, we've, we've all covered that, but I, I definitely wanted to get, get your guys' opinions. I don't know if you have any final thoughts, either one of you guys. Before we move on to your favorite game, Call of Duty, Evan.
2: Overall, I do. I don't hate 2042 the way I hate Five. I think Five got ruined for me because it's a World War II game. I've been playing them for 20 years. I'm done with World War II. If it's a single player game with a cool story, okay, sure. I know we're going to go fight the Germans and the Japanese, whatever. But five burned my ass so bad with the the updates that broke shit the airplane noises constant end of round music and the first sector of breakthrough the scoreboard still
0: doesn't work at the end
2: (laughs) yeah just like dumb little shit like that is what really killed five for me it's it's an okay game i don't like world war ii that much unless if it's very specialized hell at loose, uh, sniper elite or, or a couple of world war two era games that I like, but like battlefield five was, I was done with world war two. It was nice to go back to something on the ground as opposed to the call of duties that had been releasing up to that point, jetpacks and running on walls and fish AI or whatever the fuck <laughs> they did for a long time. Yeah but I like being in a modern setting and I can still sit down on a Friday or Saturday night with the boys in 2042 and we don't take it seriously. You know, we're, we're having some drinks. We're just, we're bullshitting and we might go sniper squad and we're just going to sit back and one of us will be angel. One of us will be Falk and we'll just keep each other alive or we'll go, go hunt helicopters for an entire match and not really do anything to help the team but right. there's there's more fun to be had because it is i feel like it's a little bit more of a sandbox than than five was just based on the time period you've got more technology and more things you can do to kind of create your own fun even if the game is is broken
0: yeah and sh- yeah. shout out sad balls that's the other thing i forgot they didn't have a. Uh, thanks for modding by the way man um they didn't have a uh, um team balancer so yeah servers would always die like one team mm-hmm. would start to dominate and then people on the losing team would leave and then people would come in and put them on the team with less players which would be getting their butt kicked and they would leave and then they would just the yeah I, ex- would I
1: yeah i remember seeing that in five and it was like what the f- is going on here what is it yeah. what did what happened with this game but
0: yeah. i i just think the the put the cherry on top for me is like i think the movement in that game is the best of any arcade shooter i've ever played like the leaning is tasteful like you can't you can't jiggle peek and like use desync to like one tap somebody there's a cooldown on it so like you can lean if you really need to lean like if you need to lean Mm -hmm. and you you know somebody's coming or you want to peek with your sniper rifle if you start to like try to jiggle peek it has a cooldown and pretty soon like you're not it's like this and then slowly and it stops same with the sliding like in call of duty you slide and like sliding is a way to get around the map like slide canceling so you can tax sprint again and it's just annoying in in for an old man in uh (laughs) in uh in battlefield five like you could slide once and then there was like a cooldown so like if i needed to get out of trouble like if i was getting hit and out of ammo i could slide and reload and get behind cover and then i used it when i needed it it wasn't a way to get around the map like i i don't know i just thought Battlefield 5's movement feels so good to me. My soldier can do what I want him to do, like how I feel like he should be able to move, like and follows my brain, and it just feels good to me. But and it, I feel like 2042 was such a step back with
1: movement. Yes, but okay, I didn't, I, I did don't, I disagree a little bit. It's, I, uh, it's just, it, it, I'll give you a, a little step back, yeah, because the, the losing the, the backwards prone, I was never like a super big fan of that um but whatever but definitely missing the the crouch sprinting and the leaning for sure um but i don't know maybe it's because yeah well we're going to segue into call of duty here. so i know i really liked the i really liked the modern warfare 2019 movement and and 2042 it kind of went for that feel and they kind of and they kind of did it in it and i I don't know I, i like the way it plays but that's just me yeah yeah
0: and then, but the, yeah, and then the the frame the frame rate, and all, uh, that's that's what makes me mad too. I go back and play five, yeah. and I've been playing it more and more, and one, and it's like this game looks better, and I have twice as many frames, like minimum, it's smooth. Like how yeah. this, yeah. how did this yeah. happen? So to yeah. me. and yeah. I'm scared because they said what I'm scared about is they said in their original like release blog, like the very first blog they did after release that, or no, it was right before. Because I made a video about there not being any VoIP. I thought that was a big deal. Like, you're going to have a cross-play game where people can't talk to each other in, like, Hazard Zone. I, know, I don't know exactly what it's going to be like, but I know people are going to want to talk to each other. And you don't yeah. have that in a cross-play game. I was just, I made a video about how I thought that was horrible. But they said it's coming as soon as possible, very soon after launch. And it's still, like, we don't. We don't know. Nope, so nowhere then, to be, Yeah. So then beyond that, on the even longer timeline, they said the performance issues, which really, I hate that. Like I'm, I turned into a PC snob with a lot of frames and I just, my eyes got used to it. Like I hate the frame dips and the low frames and stuff. And that they said they're, they're looking into that to see how they're going to move forward. And that just to me is like, they, they're not looking at that right now. They're not even like,
1: they know, but they've, Better be because it. it, That's one of the more frustrating things for me too. Is like I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but like, um, I like when I fire up a game for a good five minutes, the game stutters like hell when I spawn in, and it seems like it's it's like it like it's trying to get the assets. It it, you know it's like it's still loading. I'm in the game, but it's still loading all the assets or something. Because for like five minutes, I'll get this crazy stutter. Finally, after about five minutes, it'll go away and things will sort of smooth out. But there's still, yeah, there's still... The optimization in this game is terrible, too. That's another, like, one of the biggest problems. And that's one of the things that's most frustrating for me. Um, if you want to... We can cap me off here talking about 2042. For me, one of the most frustrating things is how poorly optimized the game is. Just horrible, horrible optimization. Like I said, whether it's be, whether it's this kind of issue where you're getting this terrible stuttering, the frame rate is inconsistent... The sound, none of the, and even just optimizing the terms of like animation and stuff. Have you noticed how like uh, if you don't pick a vehicle right, you see the those helicopters. There's like sort of that like little cutscene of the helicopters flying in. Yeah. It's so rudimentary, rudimentarily done. That's not a word rudimentarily. I know, but whatever it's, it, the, both helicopters are literally like, they're like, they're pasted right next to each other. There's like, they don't even have any kind of wobble. They just kind of like, just they, they're they on this like rail and they like land. It looks so like, just it just looks so, so bland the way it's done. It's like, and there's, that's throughout the game. They're so, it's so poorly optimized. And it's in they, it, 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 yeah. And I get it because yeah, a a lot of unfamiliarity amongst a lot of the new employees with the frostbite engine and the frostbite engine being notoriously difficult to work with and stuff like that. So that's probably a big part of it. But that's it's that's still one of that's one of the most frustrating things for me in the game.
0: For sure. And I want to let everyone know that rudimentary rudimentarily is now a word. So. <laughs> I mean, we just made it official, so it's a word now. If you if you say now, if people know what it means, I, I feel like it's a word. Like,
1: I said it on the internet, so it's yeah, it's I mean, a word. It's now. on the
0: internet, so, so that's, that's that's pretty right. much written in stone. But yeah, no no worries no worries about uh uh talking too long. I mean, we don't I don't have anywhere to be, so I just want to be yeah, uh, yeah. cognizant of your guys's time. I take Ooh. too much of it, but because yeah. this this show stinks. Um, then we'll go to uh, we can talk about uh Call of Duty. If you guys any more closing thoughts on Battlefield or or are we good? I think we've
1: um Now, well just yeah one more just like I I'm ninety seven percent sure that this game is going to be anthemed, as we've been calling it. Did you ever did you uh get into were, did you get like hyped about Anthem at all was it something that was on your radar crash
0: yeah a little bit like just cuz it looked okay. so cool like it was it was like yeah. a, a new ip the graphics were amazing that's not familiar the trailers looked crazy like yeah
1: yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. right exactly and this but but it was like it, this is a very similar situation you know bioware um you know laid an egg with um with andromeda mm-hmm. right and so yeah. they wanted to get into the, into the looter shooter the looter shooter thing because like your um uh, destiny and um borderlands you know borderlands were, 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 were the thing right and they it's very similar kind of thing no pan, didn't get a, have a pandemic but like it you know they Bad, you know, bad uh, sense of direction for what they what what they wanted to do with the game. They had like a midway, complete change in like the plot and the storyline that they wanted to have and stuff like that. And like, and unfortunately, like a very a very similar thing happened to Dice, but like because of the pandemic and stuff. And then of course we heard you know the, the different directives coming down from EA about making a battle royale and all this stuff. So I mean, so and in the end, they Electronic Arts made the decision. go for the cash grab and and it was released too early and i think this was just i think this was too big of a misstep and i think they're like osb has said like they're basically doing what the the minimum amount legally uh they're legally obligated right to kind of uh to to uh provide for the for the game for the foreseeable future and i'm 97 sure that like this Battlefield 2042 is going to go down. It's, it was one of the biggest flops ever. I, if they turn this thing around in June, and it becomes a a, a, a more playable game, and, and and we can talk about it, and it and it really grabs people's attention more, it'll it'll it it's it's either it's gonna this is gonna be the biggest flop in, in, in games maybe ever, or it's gonna be the biggest turnaround it's good, it's good. It, there's no middle ground for this right now this is that's that's what it is
0: i'm kind of 80 moment. 80 20 on that right now but yeah i've uh and that, that's why i'm still covering it honestly and i've said that in videos like covering like it's just so interesting to me what they're gonna do like how they're i i don't feel like playing the game and making content about the game itself like i had planned i had tons of plans um, yeah, but honestly way. like still yeah. co- still covering like what they're going to do like financially and as a company with this game is so interesting to me. So I, I definitely want to keep talking about that. Um Osp, what do you think, Jeanette, what do you think like the future looks like for this game? Like, where's it at like a year from now? What do you think they're going to, what do you think they're going to do?
2: Um, I'm kind of with dub. I think they're going to do what they legally have to from the deluxe, right? Deluxe, whatever the highest pre-order was with yeah. the, the year season pass and they're going to cancel support for the game and in an ideal world they'll already have started on the next game maybe taking the the basis of this and kind of refining it, it they're either going to do that or battlefield is done and it'll become an overwatch or a CSGO Ugh, apex God. legends type of game it's Ugh, yeah it's so hard to predict the future especially when something like this has gone as poorly as it has like kind of to bring it back to Mass Effect Andromeda there was supposed to be a second game in that series and it was received so poorly that Bioware stopped on it and they're working on Mass Effect 4 so I don't know if that came from Bioware or from EA my money's on EA because they want they want the money
0: yeah, I feel, I feel like the future is like a good news, bad news kind of thing. Like the good news is I don't think they're going to totally kill Battlefield like as a franchise because they made all those new hires, right? Like they they brought on Vince, uh, they brought on Leto, they brought on uh, Rebecca Kutosh for Ubisoft to run DICE and to, to move Battlefield forward. So I don't think so. I feel like the bad news is like the, the heartbreak. And I tweeted this today, like I tweeted a meme of like the they push we push versus like how cool that was in Battlefield 1 like in the beginning like that got me yeah. so hyped. like let's go and then <laughs> and then uh to the don't be sad this is how it works works out sometimes like i feel like the bad news of this is i might not be the target audience for battlefield anymore and we're not that sucks um i i think i don't think battle they're going to keep making battlefield stuff because the IP was too big but I'm scared that it's just it's not gonna look like the battlefield that we love. So
1: Yeah. No, and that's painful to think about, man, for sure. So we're all like rooting
0: for for air or for farm fifty one for to make World War Three badass, but I hope I hope somebody sees a gap in the market and makes something like that. They're the closest right now, I feel like, but it's there yeah. for somebody to do. But yeah, we can uh I don't know. I was gonna say we can lighten the mood and talk about Call of Duty, but I don't I don't know if that would be the proper uh terminology for that, given that you guys are battle of the podcast. But we'll we'll talk about COD a little bit. Uh because I don't, I, mind. Thought, Dude, I don't mind at all. Um this happened this happened after the uh just right after last week's show, and it was crazy to me, like from an industry standpoint that um Jason Schreier and Blueberg reported that there will be no Call of Duty in 2023. So we're going to get uh, Modern Warfare, Roman numeral two, allegedly uh, this year, this year's Call of Duty is, uh, is still, is still coming out and no barking. And uh, we are also, and then that's going to be supported for two years. So Treyarch's game is going to be held off for a year. There's no new Call of Duty in 2023. So I just think that's really interesting because it's the first time. And I think they said 18 years that there's not a new COD. So, I'm gonna be interested to see how the the core Call of Duty community uh, gets gets along with the same game for two years, and also um, there's there's kind of a gap um, in the AAA space right there because um, you know October November of every single year that's all people are talking about is the new COD, and it, it's going to be kind of kind of weird and a little bit surreal that there's going to be a year with no Call of Duty. And I, I wonder if somebody's going to try to capitalize on that, whether it be uh, Embark, um, if Battlefield tries to scrap their stuff and do something else, because we know Embark Studios, who we're going to talk about later, uh, making Arc Raiders is a third person PVE, but they're also making a first person PvP game. And I wonder if they'll try to capitalize on No Call of Duty like that year or World War Three or somebody will. I don't know. It's just interesting. Like it's a it's a massive change to the to the landscape. Um, what are what are your guys' opinion uh either one of you guys could take this um what are what are your guys' opinions on like a call of duty support I feel like a lot of people have wanted to see that what a call of duty looks like that's supported for a long time do you think that's a good thing or yeah. a bad thing for the franchise
1: it's i think it's a <laughs> i think it's a i think it's a good thing it's hard to it's hard to hard to think of it as a bad thing um i guess unless you're like just some utter you know cod Stan who just you can't <laughs> you you know you're so used to this cycle now that you need you know you need your fix for the next game when after a year. I don't know. It's hard to think of it as a bad thing. Um given given uh Infinity Ward kind of cleans its act up, you know. Um modern modern warfare 2019 remake, you know, was it was I it, it was good. It was good enough to draw me in and draw in a lot of players. It's caught obviously, but there were quite there were quite a few missteps i thought in 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 the game overall game itself in the multiplayer um it just you know I, I still i still enjoyed playing it um but there was definitely some decisions they made and this is this is it it started before infinity ward made 2019 a lot of i i i i so i don't want to get too i might get a little bit too kind of broad here but like just in terms of where first person shooter games are right. It's like, there's just so much talk about skill gap stuff. And, and, and that's, a, that's where a lot of the direction, the development takes is taking in triple A games. Of course, it's not happening in like world war three or sandstorm. Right. So, but, um, so I don't know, like, you know, infinity ward is, has got a little bit of sort of making up to do with, with some of the cod community. Cause not the entire cod community was really crazy about modern warfare, 2019. um, So, but they seem to be the best developer for Warzone. Um, Everything Treyarch or like Raven Software has done has kind of seemed to really be a lot of missteps. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I just got back into like Call of Duty really in 2019. I like, I I loved the original Modern Warfare 2. And then I never really played another Modern Warfare or Call of Duty game after that. Uh, because I kind of got, I just got so into other games that I just sort of like kind of brushed it aside and I never really came back. And then, um, the thing that brought me in was Warzone. I really had like no intention of playing modern, the modern warfare remake. And then when a free to play game came out, I was like, Oh, Hey, look at that. A free to play game, uh, uh, call of duty, uh, battle royale game. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. So I tried it out and I was like, Oh shit, this is actually pretty fun. And then they did the drug dealer thing. I don't know if you remember like the original screen, right? The... The it was like a split, uh, three way split screen. The middle was Warzone, and like to the right was like I think the co op or the store or whatever. Mm. And it said, Hey, look, buy, and then to the left was Call of Duty. And when you go went there, it's like, Hey, look at this, buy the game, <laughs> and you get all this cool content to use in Warzone. And I was like, ooh okay, you got me, I'll do it. And then, yeah, yeah, so the that's marketing how was in. Got- the marketing. Was oh, yeah, the marketing was nuts for the game. I know. It was, yeah, it's I mean, the- like, perfect. like I said, it didn't really pull me in with the original, but then the free to play game pulled me in, and I was like, okay. Which is why I'm so it, it, to go back to Battlefield 24. It's so nuts that they didn't do that. That they yeah. why didn't you. Have- a free-to-play element people people will always download a free fucking game come on yeah <laughs> you know i think I
0: mean? probably because yeah. they didn't have a lot of confidence in it i mean well right Yeah. because you yeah. if you put a free-to-play game or part of a game out you want it to be really good to get people to buy uh the game and not the opposite but yeah at the same time i was like i thought in like in my lead up back in the day when i was making battlefield six weekly videos i yeah. was like i was like this game has to have crossplay it has to have voip it has to have a free to play high stakes game mode that gets other people in, and I'm just saying like these are the things that Call of Duty showed a AAA shooter needs to like succeed and be successful. I feel like they wrote the blueprint for what to do, and and I just remember when they said you know right before launch they said Hazard Zone is not going to be free to play. Uh, it seems like from the from the earnings calls that Andrew Wilson backtracked on that. He, he there was supposed yeah. to be like a free to play mode, and they backtracked on it, and it it just <sighs> i don't know It uh, when then when they said that everybody was just like oh rip like it needed something because mm-hmm. you're what are you against you're against apex legends free to play uh you're against uh halo multiplayer free to play and you're against yep. call of duty war zones free to play and then it's Crazy. like or yeah. i could spend you know 80 bucks and play battlefield no one's going right. to do that like
1: no i know And well, enough people pre-ordered the game. I think we talked about the numbers. The numbers are actually the initial sales number for 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 2042 were were actually pretty impressive. I think we talked about that before.
2: Yeah. The like the first week sales of 2042 was one of it was like the top three highest in the franchise's history. It was like BF3, BF1, and then 2042, maybe 42 and one and switched. I don't I don't remember. But they were they were. Up there, and then, well, we you know how that went.
1: So, but I'm actually sorry. I'm just. I was just gonna say, I'm actually really excited about the next Call of Duty. Also, I'm Evan, and I have talked about this. He is too. I mean, it's Modern Warfare. Just be, just because of the name, because I loved the original Modern Warfare 2 So it's like, ooh, we're getting another Modern Warfare 2 man. It's like it's it's giving me the the nostalgia feels, you know. So it's like, and if if you I look, mean, at Evan, the- you're like you're, you were saying, you're pretty stoked about it too, right?
2: Oh, yeah. No, I I only like the Infinity Ward games. All the Black Ops games can suck me off. I fucking hate all of them. Uh, the oh, uh, What was the other World War II game that Sledgehammer did? COD World War II. Yeah. I, I actually liked that game. I know it had some yeah. issues. I thought that was the worst I, one ever. Well, I liked it because yeah. like I did not give a fuck about jetpacks and wall running and all this shit. And then they went back to boots on the ground
0: yeah so that was the only thing that made me get that game and then i hated it um yeah i don't know it it is interesting i feel like uh, there's like a multitude of reasons i feel like they did this and one of them is i think they learned and if you look at the numbers i think they learned that people really like a modern setting the most and they they make so much Mm -hmm. money on that uh on the microtransactions when people keep playing the games that this gives them two years to, to live in that universe to, to make microtransactions for a modern game, and yeah, and it gives them two years to rake in on that. It's also going to be really good for Warzone. Um, I think with Warzone 2, they came out like, and I, <laughs> the, the developers came out and said, Hey, man, we fucked up, like, we uh, we, we did not build Warzone to to add these other games to from the ground (laughs) up and like it didn't work and they actually admitted that so which was
1: i mean a little did they really oh my i never heard that i never heard that that was the case
0: yeah so they uh they had a a a big call with a bunch of media and larger call of duty content creators and they just had like a town hall with developers and they flat out said they said that verbatim we fucked up and they really? said they uh-huh. said because people were upset with all the bugs and stuff when they introduced the other right. games and the balance is always. T- There's so many guns from different engines and games to balance like it's incredible. Me- yeah. And yeah. they said they said they had planned on. uh, So Warzone was just going to be a modern warfare thing. And then I feel like the Ural Mountains that leaked but didn't come to fruition was supposed to be like a blackout too with the next black ops game. And then right, right. World War II, is gonna. Well, what they did was that they ended up just put Warzone was so popular, they ended up just merging that all together to keep Warzone going. And it wasn't built that way from the ground up to accept those things. And yeah. they talked. They yeah. talked about all this. It was super cool. Ah. Like they they said they screwed it up, and that's not going to be the case in the next game. And so they're going to build it for with the two. Like it all kind of lines up with like the development cycle of they're going to have two years of the same war zone like engine universe, guns and weapons. They're not going to like try to combine eras of you got cold world, world war two and modern all in one game. They're not doing that. They're like, that's sort of the big reason that it felt broken.
1: Well, um, yeah. Okay. I never, pl- I never played blackout, but it was essentially just a, a battle Royale game, right? Yeah. Or with- was it, but, but but was it like like classic classic battle royale like Pretty much, nothing? Yeah. You don't start with anything and you pick up ground loot and everything. Yeah, oh, okay. it
0: was more classic mm-hmm. BR than Warzone in a sense because there wasn't any loadouts.
1: Okay, um, well maybe then maybe what they'll do I don't know. Maybe they'll look at the, the because you're right because they don't they probably don't want to run into this problem again, right? So they obviously are giving themselves the 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 cushion with with the timing now changing up the timing of of the release of games. But in fact, maybe what they'll do is they'll just, you'll have Warzone to, you'll have Warzone 2, which I'm super, I'm super excited about. Um, and then well, maybe they'll do a new Blackout. When Treyarch gets their game out, maybe they'll just, they won't incorporate this into Warzone. Like, you're going to have Warzone 2 and we're, and we're supporting this game. And then, hey, look, we got, Treyarch got their shit together and, and here, here's a new, all new Blackout game to play, right? Yes. Alongside. Unless- I don't know. <laughs>
0: Unless it's going to be a Tarkov light, and I wanted it. Or talk- Tarkov
1: light, which I is wanted- that's the that's the, that's the other one that people love to talk about now, right? Yeah, some yeah. some some AAA developer coming up with a Tarkov light game, which is what Hazard Zone was going to be. Yeah, oh yep. boy.
0: I'll talk about that a little bit more in a second, but uh, I always wanted to get your opinion on that OSP. That's kind of like the overarching question was. <coughs> excuse me. Are there any games or franchises that come to mind that you think could like capitalize on that? On like the, do you think Battlefield will try to like revamp and reboot so quickly to, to to fill that gap of no Call of Duty? Do you see any game doing that?
2: At this point in time, no. There might be somebody like Embark or another smaller studio kind of working on something, and they go, "Oh shit, okay, Call of Duty's not releasing that year. We got to get in there. We got to fill that spot." <laughs> but as far as anything triple a i would be i would be surprised um maybe ubisoft would drop rainbow six siege 2 but given how what's the new one extraction given how that one was received i know it's a huge departure from from siege but right, yeah it is it I don't really foresee any AAA studio releasing in that window unless if they're already working on it. like okay we're just going to delay this not tell anybody we're not going to announce it yet and just kind of continuing to work on stuff. But I would be I would be surprised if there's anything AAA going in there. It's probably going to be some indie teams or nothing. There, there might not just be any big shooters released in that time frame and warzone will just continue to dominate which I'm, i hate
0: i'm like completely spitballing here and we veered so far off of like news but i'm drinking a lot of bourbon um what if that the unnamed studio that marcus Leto, he's the guy that wrote the original halo stories what if they do like a single player only battlefield game like with the, around the specialist and stuff I, mm. I, could see, I could see that because like his studio yeah. is supposed to be working on something and they it was like in the, right. press, in the press release like they said they said that they were uh they were doing that they were gonna come up with like a working on this furthering this they like furthering the story and the lore or the world or universe of 2040 so i i wonder if they'll do a single player game or like a co-op game that would be pretty crazy
1: that is pretty crazy thought, actually. Yeah, who knows? I mean, but, yeah, that's his specialty, right? That's that's what he did. The, he was is he the originator of the Halo series, right? He's like the kind of the. I think
0: he was on the original writing team. Um, okay, yeah. Bungie that wrote kind of started the universe and the IP and stuff. I'm sure it wasn't just one person, but I know he played a big part of it. Um, and then the so, I mean, it kind of makes sense. So the overall like setup for for twenty. the next couple years i'm not sure exactly what cadence stuff is going to be released but um allegedly okay you're gonna have Mm -hmm. uh multiplayer and then you're gonna have warzone 2 and you're gonna have the dmz and i want to talk to you guys a little bit about the dmz as well uh coming out with modern warfare roman numeral 2 and so then then i heard there's rumors in leaks that zombies is going to be separate in its own thing it's going to split off so like you have the three modes with modern warfare or with modern warfare 2 and then you have zombies as being its own thing that's that's like what cod is supposed to be doing potentially um what do you guys think of the dmz and i know i i like tweeted this out and i kind of took it farther than i probably should have but i wondered if because we're always wondering like what's the next big thing right like like battle royale took over, like multiplayer back in the day was like the big thing. Like when, back when the internet first started, um, <laughs> and then we got, and then it kind of went to the next thing with battle royale being big with like armor mods and Daisy and or is it Daisy?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and then PUBG, and it like took off. And then uh, thanks for filling in the gaps where my brain gives out on me. I appreciate that.
2: No um, problem. I'm the youngest <laughs> one here, I got you, boomers. <laughs>
0: yeah. What would we do without you? And then so I wondered, I speculated and just asked the question into the universe is like, do you think an extraction type game mode is gonna be the next BR if there's gonna start adding them to triple A games? Like they made a kind of a template battlefield, maybe you could possibly say. Um, but if I wonder what Call of Duty's gonna do so it's like i wonder where if they are having a an extraction type game mode i know to be fair or to 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 preface this i no longer call it a tarkov like mode after playing tarkov i don't feel like there's ever going to be another tarkov like there's just it's i don't feel like it makes much sense for a triple a studio to attack something so detailed deep and intricate and it's not going to appeal to a large audience of people so i i personally call them extraction type modes now instead of tarkov type modes because i I think games like Siege and Tarkov are going to like kind of be their own thing, um, but do you think that extraction type game mode is is the next battle royale? Essentially.
1: Well, you kind of you I think you kind of almost coined that extraction royale, right? I yeah. think you I'm sure you're the first person I heard say that. Um, I I don't know if it'll be the next big thing, but I think it'll. Be alongside i think it'll be alongside the battle royale um but like dude i don't know what's i don't know who's in terms i mean like i mean fortnite okay fortnite's still going strong tons of kids and, and you know some I'm sure some adults alike are still playing fortnite i mean they create tons of content for it um you know and then yeah and then you got some other games on the list we're going to we're going to the arc and stuff right uh, but i mean Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it'll be the next big thing. I don't think it'll be the next big thing because the battle royale thing is, it's straight into the point, and it's still high stakes, and it's still tense, and it's fun. The um, unless I don't know though, man. Like you're, the thing is, is like Tarkov, Escape from Tarkov, could definitely like you know, it it's got that immersiveness, and I've like. It feel if, if I didn't have a family, I'd probably play <laughs> that game. I don't know how I could possibly, like, actually th- uh, commit enough game time to that game. But I've watched you stream it, dude, and it's like I've watched and I've watched other streamers stream it, and I've watched them like literally for a half an hour just mess around with shit in your inventory. <laughs> it's yeah. like if. It, it's like that's what you do for a half an hour and then you play the or whatever. I don't know. So it's like Yeah. I don't know I don't why know.
0: my I don't know why my Twitch stream died. No one likes watching me click boxes. What's wrong with you guys?
1: <laughs> so I don't know, but the extraction royale, the idea of the extraction royale is intriguing because it is a it's a different type of thing. It's not the last man standing thing, but there's still the 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 intensity of being hunted down by another team and then you're not extracting and not getting the loot or whatever that you wanted from extracting. So, I mean, it's, it could catch on as something I feel like it'd be like, I feel like it'll be something on the side of the battle Royale genre. Cause I mean, you you know, Warzone is essentially call of duty and call of duty. It is, you know, it's the, it's the biggest first person shooter game in the world always really has been it's, it's everyone knows what you know so i mean it's like so warzone really really grabbed a hold of this you know thing by the cojones and so i mean and along with the you know so i don't know i think but evan doesn't evan doesn't care sorry go ahead
0: no i, was, I know osb he loves battle royales like i can't get him
1: mm, off of him yes yeah Absolutely stand for him yeah. yeah
2: i can i can see them taking a good chunk of market share from battle royales. This is all from the outside looking in to those in chat and watching. This is a VOD later. I cannot stand battle royales. I think it's the most boring game mode ever. I would rather play farming simulator or American truck simulator over any battle royale. If I wanted to loot stuff, I, I would go play an RPG game or Minecraft. <laughs> but how do you so really I'm, feel?
0: How do you really feel about it?
2: <laughs> I'm seriously. toning it down. There would be a lot more <laughs> expletives <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> but I do understand the appeal to a broader audience. I'm not uh, a real big uh, target for a lot of these these developers i don't spend money on microtransactions i don't care what my person looks like in a first person shooter video game where i don't see them it doesn't matter if i've got a pink mohawk or whatever because i'm never gonna see it doesn't matter to me same thing with like gun skins i'm not gonna spend money to make my gun look like a bone or whatever dumb stuff they come up with these days, <laughs> I would rather have something to grind towards, and that's where the multiplayer comes in. So I'm not, I'm not a target audience for really anything because I'm not going <laughs> to spend money on dumb shit that Grand doesn't 7. at the end of the day. It, and you can earn everything in game. <laughs> oh well, then uh, there you go. It's so, right your um, Yeah, I would rather grind towards stuff than oh, I'm gonna spend 69 dollars and get 420 stupid whatever the fuck's for my character so i'm not a target audience i'm too cheap for all this other shit that they push in brs and i guess tarkov doesn't really do it so i'll give them no, some credit yeah,
0: there. They, not at all there you can't you can't buy anything in that game um, yeah
2: so i'll i'll give them that but like dub that tarkov is just it's too in depth for me if i'm gonna devote that much time into something i'm gonna do it in a racing game because i already understand (laughs) the concept of yeah you know i know if i change this on my suspension it will cause this effect whereas in tarkov it's like i hope these bullets that i found don't cause my gun to jam more often or something (laughs) ridiculous
0: yeah i i I still had fun with it before I knew all those details, but I, I get it. It, it looked like a massive, uh, I don't know. It was just really, uh, really intimidating to, to look at all the content and like all the mechanics and figure it out. And I, I went ahead and did it. Like I, honestly, it happened after 2042. I'm like, well, I'm tired of COD, uh, not playing 2042 and I have some time. So <laughs> I kind of want to figure out Tarkov because it's intriguing. And yeah, the first several times it was really rough, but like, you have that moment like you have a super super intense moment like maybe you're doing a night raid with night vision and you see your buddy sneaking through a bush and you got you got crazy comms going and you pull off a flank on a chat and and shoot him in the head and you get to take all this stuff you have all this loot and then now all of a sudden you're super nervous because you don't know if he has a buddy you don't know if there's a (laughs) scav you don't know if someone's across the map with thermals but you got like two hundred thousand rubles worth of stuff now and you're trying to get out and like But, like, just some of the stuff you can do, there is no, like, a battle royale is, like, drop in, loot, fight, rotate, move. It's fun to me. Talk with your friends where you want to go, whatever. Um, But in Tarkov, you literally never know what's going to happen, like, when you go in a raid. Um, Yeah. And what's crazy is when I notice, like, how cool of a game it is once you have enough of an understanding of it is, like, when I talk to my friends that play it, I'm like... We, we tell each other stories like we experience these things. Like, dude, I had this one raid where, like, um, I was my gun jammed and I ended up killing a scav, and there was another guy trying to sneak up on me, and I saw him. And I mean, there's just like an unlimited, massive amount of things that can happen in there. And it's like you have these stories of these. Each raid is like a story, unless you die really, really, which happens. But I don't know. I feel like. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like some some indie studios might try to take it on as far as making a Tarkov light. Um, one that's already doing that is the developers of the Cycle Frontier. Um, I know a lot of Tarkov folks are pretty excited about that because it's like more of an accessible and and it's it's closer to Tarkov, way closer than to something like Hazard Zone was. Um, because you actually do mine for stuff, uh, you loot, and then you pick up uh, stuff along the way. You pick your loadout like before you go in um and i I think that's where like osb might like tarkov a tarkov type or an extraction type game mode before because you choose what you have when you go in so you're not looking for guns to fight like you can fight right off the rip um which is which is cool i know i've heard you say before like that's one of your least favorite things about br is just like trying to find stuff and then die like after you spent all that time finding it and then you start with nothing again like yeah
2: yeah that's one of my biggest problems, and I think it's just because Warzone is so popular. I don't want to use meta weapons. I like using weird shit that it's not statistically the best, but you can make it work. And a lot of the older Battlefield games, not twenty forty two, yeah. kind of let you do that. You can use yeah. something that's not quite as good as the meta gun, but if you play it right, you can you can make it work. That's- and Warzone's not like that fucking all
0: right not at all no and that's that's one of the things that you'll get rewarded with in tarkov if you do learn it um is there there is a crazy amount of ways you can play um with a bunch of different guns shotguns are super strong they're they're like in real life like even even out to like 40 and 50 meters you can dump truck somebody with a shotgun um and they're they're really cheap or you know you can chat out with the 308 and like i mean there's just so many ways you can play um you can play passive and it's almost two different games to me like when i'm playing solo i'm really slow and quiet and like i i walk i don't run i don't run around the map because a lot of times if someone's running you'll hear them first and audio is like super super important like if you hear somebody first and you know where they are and they don't know where you are so like and i play a lot more passive and ratty i'll say it i say it i get a little ratty That's, that's the way it is and, and then yeah. and then when i play with friends it's like we're running around where, where you have comms going like where you're going where you're going you know i think there's somebody here and we'll actually like push shots and move on people and and stuff like that and there's just a, i mean there's just a crazy amount of ways you can play that game um there doesn't people, seem
1: like there's much other way to play it i mean other than ratty man i mean it's like you're yeah you're trying to survive dude I, <laughs> yeah it kind
0: of it kind of depends on your gear but yeah like if, if you if you're going in and kit it out and knowing you can tank some shots and you can they made made some they made some amazing changes this wipe no barking they made some amazing changes this wipe to uh how the flea market works and a lot of that crazy tier stuff isn't accessible on the flea market anymore um so it's a lot more rare so if you do take some of that out you can bet that most of the people you meet like you can tank a few bullets and they can't so like then you can play like a little Mm, bit more aggressive but then they can always land that headshot and then that's gone and it's all theirs now that's it on in an instant. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I just think it's going to be really interesting. With uh, I mean, we have Microsoft that bought Activision. You have all that stuff going on, and then you have uh, COD changing its uh, how it's going. We don't know like how they're releasing stuff, their cadence, and then you have Battlefield that right. we have no clue what's going to do. So like this, I just feel like these next few years are going to be really interesting,
1: super interesting. And and I think the I think the most interesting. Thing, well, like the biggest sort of, uh, the biggest, I think the biggest wild card in all of this, because we've, you know, we've, we've got, we know what Activision's plan is now under Microsoft. Um, you know, it, it it's kind of like dice, like, what are they, you know, wh- what, what do they do? What do they do here? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be real interesting. I'm not going to hold my breath because this was like, like I said, this game was such, 2042 was like such a disappointment. And I don't know, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it opens things up. Uh, Activision making this announcement that they're yeah that they're supporting uh, the the this year's game all the way through twenty so so yeah so no, no so right right through twenty twenty three right so no so no Treyarch release until twenty twenty four right yeah right yeah because we're in twenty twenty two MW two comes out this year so all of twenty twenty three is MW two and Warzone two yeah so, yeah and people keep man, saying that's a, long Cog... time. that's a big window
0: yeah. And I'm, I'm really rooting for some indie studios to get in there. Um, I super, like, uh, respect how Tarkov does stuff with, you know, there's not a lot of microtransaction. There's, it's not possible to be pay to win because once you buy the game, you can't buy anything else. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like a lot of we. this has been a theme on this show. Like, I've come to find out and realize that there's I'm just rooting for indie studios because they they can take more risks. They don't have to go with what the financial department says is the safe play, right. as far as yeah. mechanics and microtransactions, and yeah, I'm just hoping some like World War III's, uh, Tarkov continues to flourish. Maybe gets a port to console, and uh, yeah, like Insurgency keeps doing well. Maybe a new one of those games would be really cool. Um, uh, it's just yeah, I'm just I'm just rooting for indie studios early at this point. After you know what, I wish on. I would have.
1: I wish I would have thought about it because I noticed now that you kind of got the list of games to talk about. Um, and we, 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 we can't talk about it too much because we didn't really, I wish I kind of would have thought about it and we kind of got some stuff to talk about. Um, but the, the uh, Ubisoft, have you talking about a division, a new division game? That sounds like it's going to be a battle Royale style division game. Have you heard anything about uh, the, uh, the division heartland? I think was the initial name that came out. Had you heard anything about that one?
0: Yeah, I saw that. Um and it yeah, looked like so a hero I, shooter too. Like they were pulling out Boris turrets and stuff in the little bit of the trailer that I saw. But yeah, they're doing a there's,
1: oh there's a trail holy crap, I'm way behind. I didn't even realize like I, any kind of trailer. I'm not sure came if up. I'm thinking yeah. of the right
0: thing. Um well, it might be called division frontlines. Let me let me
2: I'll get my uh, uh, ghost ghost recon frontlines. Yeah, that's the BR.
0: I think Heartland is a is a division DLC, so that's like the third person thing. That's going to be more. It's a little bit of a shift towards Mm -hmm. an extraction type game mode with PvP and PVE, like Tarkovs essentially. Um, Yeah. So Ubisoft's doing some stuff too. I'm the stuff that they're doing with X Defiant and the stuff that they're doing uh, with the Ghost Recon Battle Royale. I mean, they're behind the eight ball on that stuff. I hope it doesn't. It's not as bad as the Hyperscape thing was. Um, But I'm not. about that. Division Heartland has the most chances for me and I I've always I've always been a big fan of uh Rainbow Six Siege. I, I love that game too. Um but yeah. the stuff that they're doing uh with X Defiant and they're essentially making a COD multiplayer and then the stuff that they're doing with Ghost Recon making a pretty generic battle royale is like I don't think people are too amped about that.
2: No. Right. I I don't know why you would ruin the Ghost Recon name with that. Like, you think back to old Ghost Recon games. They're slow. They're tactical. You have to think about stuff. Like, uh, oh, what was it? Advanced Warfighter and Advanced Warfighter 2 were fantastic Ghost Recon games. A lot of people still talk about them and say that they're some of their favorites. And then you come in with Breakpoint where it's a microtransaction-filled bullshit way too big this front lines game that had huge backlash from the the community it, uh, on reddit so take it with a grain of salt but nobody nobody mm. was excited for that everybody started trashing it the moment it got leaked or announced or whatever nobody was excited for it and i don't know why all these it's probably the publishers pushing for chasing whatever the trend is instead of sticking Mm -hmm. with okay this game started as this let's keep doing that because they're it's gonna sell regardless it might not sell as well as call of duty 420 69 360 no scope battle royale go fuck yourself i think i've played that Yeah, probably (laughs) it's so but just just chase your core audience. Don't follow trends and the, the suits at the top yeah. don't realize and that because they why, don't play the no,
0: games. Exactly. And that's why I think I'm inherently uh pushing for independent studios because they don't have that. You know, they can kind of do what they want. Right. And yep. that's why I, that's that's where my hope lies. But anyway, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting couple of years to see uh what Call of Duty does and we're we'll keep an eye on it around here. Something to do. Oh yeah. Um so I'm gonna touch briefly on uh, Destiny 2, uh, Witch Queen came out recently, and I'm really, really gonna have to rely rely on dub for this one, because I've played a very minimal amount of Destiny. I did think it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, essentially, what do you think about, uh, like a brief overview, Destiny, so Destiny has multiplayer, and it has like a campaign thing, right, that you can play through and like PVE type stuff. And yep, then, yeah. and so essentially, like when a new uh, expansion drops like this, that's a new campaign.
1: Yes, it's correct. It's um, it's a new campaign, uh, which is continuing. You know, a, a story uh, that started a long time ago. Um, yeah. So a new, you know, yeah, single player, but it's also co op. So if you um, you uh, three man fire teams you can join up as a par- as a three man party and you can play through the campaign uh, co-op or single player uh, it's um yeah so it's a new, brand new single player campaign to play through uh which is advancing the story of the world of destiny 2 um where on the witch queen obviously um i actually have to go back to the <laughs> The the lore and story in Destiny 2 is absolutely one of the most convoluted and confusing stories in video games. And like I mean, I know who the main character is the Witch Queen, um, who specifically uh her name is Savatin. And uh it's it, it's it's actually really neat because Savathan was this kind of character that's been in the game for a while, but it was sort of a big baddie character that was kind of in the background. And now she's kind of like come forward as as the, the big antagonist in this in in this expansion. Um and so you're we're like finally facing her and stuff like this. So it's pretty cool. Um yeah, and it's actually it's um destiny two has been on an upward track for a while, which is good to see. Um I I only stopped playing it because I just got kind of tired of the grind. It got really grindy, like there was just, you know, in like and it's a fun game it's a looter shooter and and there's lots of great there's tons of great looking guns tons of great looking gear in the game um and you know in things to earn and all kind of, but now with in with this expansion um it's 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 expanding on things that they did in Shadow Keep which is the, which, which is the last expansion which were all really successful all very uh fun activities so they've really expanded on the activities that you that you can uh you know so much room for activities <laughs> it really expanded which is good because before it was it was just daily bounties and it was it was a really kind of narrow uh sort of scope of things to do <laughs> the scope uh <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout out to that guy Crash Man. he's pretty cool dude
0: the more the more <laughs> bourbon i drink the more shout outs happen i just start shouting out like everything <laughs> Now it is. But.
1: Hey, why not, man? Um, yeah, so it's actually, and it's, this has so far been really well received. Um, and one, they have also introduced something completely brand new to the game um, in weapon crafting. So you can, so there's actually like crafting in the game now, which is pretty neat. Um, so yeah, so weapon crafting, the new story, um, and then of course, Destiny. That you know, they do the content, uh, they do the seasons battle pass so this is um and they've had and all the seasons of you know we're in season one. Oh, well no actually i'm sorry they've they've actually been numbering the seasons since season one of uh that of destiny two. so i want to say this is like season 16 now i think we're in or something so, so you know but yeah uh yeah they, yeah so they've been doing this and and bungees and and now with the the thing that when they when they divorced activision The whole community was it was a very sort of uh, nervous time for the community. Right. Because it's like they just they they everyone knew it was a good thing for them to divorce Activision because Activision was trying to kill their game the way, you know, they've maybe killed other games the way Electronic Arts has killed off some games. Right. So the divorce from Activision. Right. was a good thing. But it was also like, man, like now where do they get money? And, you know, so, and they did have, they had like this big Chinese investor, I guess, who given this like big influx of cash, like at, at first, but now with the acquisition of Sony acquiring them, it's like, well, cool. Now they're set. Right. And like now, or, so it's like destiny Two is like, poised to like really, really take a lot. I think of, uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's a looter shooter game. It's, it, it's sort of a specific audience if you will. Um, but uh, just you know, it's in a good spot now, and the Witch Queen is, I think, is going to be received really well. I've started playing it. I haven't finished the campaign myself yet, actually. Um, but it's it's in a good spot, and uh, Sony buying Bungie is really going to help. Yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, it's Bungie or Destiny Two is looking up for for the future here, actually. So yeah
0: and i i have from an outsider looking in like i said i played it just a little bit um when it became free to play on steam and that i mean that's another game that's doing well that's free to play that has you know paid aspects as well but you can get in the door to play and try it out
1: and there's a there's a lot of content available for free to play too there's really a a good deal of content it's just you'll you'll run into the paywall you know when you're you'll you'll run into it because oh you have to have this expansion to do this yet but But even in the free to play mode, there's there's quite a lot to do that you can have fun. And I I just
0: appreciate seeing games like that. It's one of the big reasons I really like Siege is, um, that it keeps going and they keep supporting it. And I think that's really cool to see. Like, okay, shout out Bungie, uh, for like uh, continuing to like support their game and stuff. Um, that's one of the reasons I like Siege because. You know when you when you pick up a game uh especially like a shooter game with some different mechanics like the, you know the looter shooters like I'm sure you have to learn like what loot's good uh what guns are good and there's a lot of mechanics to learn but when you invest that time it's really cool to know that you are playing a game where you're not going to have to learn a new one any year like you spend the time yeah. like learning how to play it and you, you and you get some cool cosmetics in your loot and you get to like get to like keep using them and you know all those cosmetics you earn and grind for and stuff it's like I didn't ever understand like the Call of Duty. I guess they did it for the people do it for the gameplay. Um, I guess that makes sense. But like for the for the sake of getting the skins, like getting like Diamond and Dark Matter and Atomic and like all those uh, like completionist type gun skins in Call of Duty. It's like by the time you get that, the next game's out and you, you you're not gonna ever right. use it again. Yep. And I I, yeah. I like that aspect of games that keep supporting it. Like you earn something cool that you're proud of. You get to keep it and it's worth sure yeah uh, for, sure, like, for like longer yep but no have, have you is... played it have you played osb are you a destiny at all
2: no, i downloaded it just because it's something to play it's a new fps to me i played a little bit of destiny one like when the xbox one first came out or when the game first came out i don't even remember if it was at the launch of the xbone I played a little bit. The the problem was I didn't have any friends to play it with. So I didn't get yeah. too too into it. I was like, all right, yeah, whatever, I'll go back and play Forza or whatever I was playing ten thousand years ago. I got you. Yeah.
0: I played it a little bit and like um I did the I played a lot of the multiplayer and I, I thought that was really fun and then uh I I just, I'll be honest guys I get I suck at getting into stories like into the like campaigns and stuff like that I I don't know I can hardly ever do it it's like I enjoy watching people play those like Elden Ring like I've been watching so much Elden Ring lately but I don't have any desire to play it like I just like this story and like I think that's really cool I don't know why I'm really weird but we all knew that I don't think
1: you're well I don't know dude you're not unlike you're you're I think you're I think you are in a minority though because like one of the things we talked about a lot, like um, when the when uh, before 2042 came out, was how I saw a lot of talk online about people being butt hurt about the lack of a campaign for 2042. You know, so it seems like there are a lot of people out there that that do prefer the campaign stuff, um, and 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 one of our one of our patrons actually made a really good point, uh, junk junk Pup mentioned his name i think he said it was alex or someone but uh like of all the 2040 of all the battlefield games this one really probably and i poo-pooed the idea of it having a campaign i didn't really care but like they fleshed out so much of like a world for this game so much more than they did for three or four right you know like obviously like in one and five it's inherent it's a world war one and a world world war two setting so like that's inherent stuff but like in three and four, they didn't really, they really kind of took like the Battlefield 1942 or like the Battlefield 2 approach. It's like, this is really just about making a multiplayer, you know, a, you know, Battlefield game. And like the stories for the campaigns were really just generic, you know, how there's some Russian general's gone crazy and he's invaded some peace loving country. I don't know. It's kind of uh-huh. nuts, right? Uh-huh. I don't know no way <laughs> what? what yeah <laughs> but something but and you know what i mean i don't mean to make light of what's going on in Ukraine, obviously but like right? but you know what i'm saying it's like just there but battlefield 2042 has got this way fleshed out like uh uh setting and and, and that and i agree with a lot of uh the 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 uh <laughs> like the stream like shout out now. hit that hit that thumb <laughs> up button um yeah you know like it it just the, the climate crisis and the nopats and all this stuff of any games this one probably really should have had a campaign actually, it, it yeah. could have been a pretty good story that's the yeah. thing
0: that I said along those same lines that I thought I added it to the list of misses for this game was this was the perfect battlefield for an operations mode. like for, grand, yes. for like grand operations where you could have played into that storyline on those big maps and stuff like that yes. and talked yes. about like yeah. resources and sieges of cities and like you could have and like you had an open blank canvas like you weren't following any historic battle or anything and you could and that's what I thought they were going to do i mean it'd be so funny i'm gonna have to do it someday and go back and watch all my videos in the lead up to this game because when they said no campaign i made a video that said oh dude they're gonna double down on operations they're gonna take operations to the next level and they're gonna take all yeah, those that resources was, yeah. that they would have put into the campaign and they're gonna put it in yeah. multiplayer and they even said we're gonna tell the story through the multiplayer so that's like that's where my brain wins like dude we're gonna get some yep. insane operations mode and i was like <laughs> I was like, dude, I was drinking the Kool-Aid, man. I was... <laughs> yeah, rough, man. Uh, but I was yeah. like, they're going to... Uh, um do that, and then they're going to bring something to multiplayer that's going to be great, like this Grand Operations mode. I feel like people are getting fatigued on like TDM, domination, spawn and shoot die, spawn and shoot die, spawn and Brian. shoot die. Like I always see the dot clip where he spawns into Vanguard and he starts sprinting. He's like, "Go, go, go! Lose brain cells! Go, go, go! Lose brain cells!" Like, <laughs> running like we're tired of that. And if you had, if you had like a, a multiplayer, but you had a reason to fight, like. And it would be just so much more immersive. And I think that, to, in my opinion, my terrible opinion, um, the them not doing a campaign was just a massive miss to not do operations. Like,
2: Yes. Yeah, they missed the ball so hard there. They should have brought back either Grand Ops from, from 5 or just operations from 1. Because, yeah, it gave you a reason to care about mm-hmm. this battle and to try and do well. Yeah, you got to stop the Zimmerman telegram or I don't remember any of the ones from five. I didn't play them all that much, but yeah, you know, it, it gave you something to, even if it didn't matter because it's just some pixels on your screen, it gave you something to, to think about something to, to fight well, Im- for
1: immersiveness. It's a yeah. that's part of the, that's part of what immersiveness is. Yeah. Is giving you this. Yeah. Even though the, like I guess idea you're just playing a, a, a no brainer first person shooter game, but yeah, but I mean, you do that kind of thing in it, like and that, that, yeah, you've, everyone's got, you've all, everyone's always gotten that feel from some kind of game. We get that. We get that. I get that feel from Gran Turismo. You get that feel of just like being part of like, you know, the, the world of racing and acquiring cars mm-hmm. and tuning them and, and winning points and winning races. It's, it's just, that's a, that's an immersive thing. Yeah. So the, uh, I word, sorry, the I word,
0: yeah, we don't have I that around anymore. It's not here anymore. Um so yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was one of the I mean add it to the list, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Stuff that was Sorry, I keep you. So
1: I apologize for derailing back to twenty four. Dude, I, I do the I same
0: I... thing. Um I and that's fine, especially like this channel was built around that game. Wah, wah Um and uh, well. like, I don't know. I do the same thing. So I I I equate a lot of things to 2042 because i i think yeah it's i said it so many dang times i'm gonna still keep covering it because it's it's gonna be crazy interesting to see what they do um we can move on to uh i call this segment i didn't write it because i didn't have room on the overlay sorry guys my production team sucks um that we uh i call these like quick shots so we'll kind of talk about these uh (laughs) these stories just a little bit faster um, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. However we want to. Um, yeah. The the games I wanted to touch on were uh, Arc Raiders, Fallout, and World War III. So first off with Arc Raiders. Um, so if you guys don't know, I did a little bit of a video on it today. Um, Arc Raiders is essentially the first game that's going to be released by Embark Studios where a ton of former Battlefield uh, developers from DICE went to and started their own thing out from underneath the, the EA umbrella. Um, to have more creative flexibility. And what it looks like is a game, well, it's a third person PVE game, but it's also co-op. There's a lot of stuff in it like uh, crafting and it looks like looting and stuff. So essentially the gameplay loop, and you can read a little bit about it on their website, but essentially like like the, uh, the gameplay loop will be like you, uh, there's these giant aliens, it almost looks like War of the Worlds from Tom Cruise that like attack and drop in on the world and you, you have to go out and like take him out and then once you kill him you can kill I think you can get like loot from him and parts and you can craft new weapons and stuff like that from like the alien parts Things like that. So like that's kind of what it looks like. Um, the trailer the trailer was absolute fire mainly because of the song uh, they played uh Robin and I'm a huge fan of that oddly <laughs> enough um the the song in the trailer got me like so so fired up
1: i don't think i've watched the trailer Dude, yet you, i saw you have to I, I gotta watch it i saw pictures i, I remember and i remember yeah I, I remember seeing some images from the game and the images are super intriguing i dig the like the the retro 80s ish it is feel to, it's like to, a, to it's like a
0: futuristic 80s it's it's so weird yeah. it's like. It almost feels like like the trailer feels like Stranger Things, but like in space. Like it, like it. It's yeah. a cool '80s retro vibe, but like in the future, it's such a cool, cool world. And yeah, you need to watch the trailer with the volume cranked because it, it's pretty cool. But the reason I wanted to talk about them today, and the reason I did my video earlier that I thought was interesting, mm-hmm. is they are they are to the point where they're getting uh, uh, play testers. So they're asking for people to sign up to play test. So they okay. I my mind goes to that they're they're they've done quite a bit of internal play testing and then now they're switching to uh, open it up to public and I feel like they're going to start adding a little bit more and more of the people to play test it so I think that development is moving along on that game that game if you guys the links in that video but essentially for those of you who are interested in signing up for it um, they they tweeted it this morning and then I think they got a lot of people signing up uh, Tom Henderson and a few other people retweeted it. And they took it down, like they deleted the tweet to get people to sign up, but you can still go to their website and get on the list. So you go to embark-studios.com and at the top, they have a a tab for playtest, and you can click on that and you can put in your contact info and try to get on for a playtest. But the game, the game looks pretty cool. I think uh, this is going to be something that uh, people that especially like the mechanics of like Battlefront. Are really gonna like with that third person feel. I imagine the gunplay is gonna feel a lot like Battlefront. Um, a lot of the same this developers. Is the, that's
1: the, yeah, that's the vibe I was getting. Like looking at the video on the on the stream. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I I would you need to watch it with the audio, like the music. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm going fire, to use, yeah. but I'm I'm being careful not to uh, put too much into a trailer. I have learned my lesson. Um, but this is also supposed to be free to play. So we'll. I mean doesn't hurt anything to try it out, but I just thought it was interesting that they're no. to the point where you can you can sign up for playtest. So that's pretty cool. cool. And there's a little bit of there's a little bit of information um, on their website as well. Like you can you can look up and they talk a little bit about some. It's gonna be a hero shooter. Um some there's different characters and stuff with backstory, but it, it's gonna be interesting to yeah. see see what they do with that. And then also for those of you that are similar to me and are not as excited about third person. Um, as you are about first person, uh, Embark is also working on a first person shooter multiplayer too. so but they've only shown like little snippets of that and just said that that's what they're working on, so like that's a little bit. And then did either of you guys play Fallout?
2: A little bit. I never got too into them. They're too open. I lose track of what I'm doing. I get bored and I stop playing. <laughs> I recognize they're great games. I can't get into them. Same he's, thing. He's an I absolute.
1: Know. He's an absolute smooth brain. You'll have to excuse him. That's yeah.
2: very true. And he's the
1: third. He's the third. And he's a thirty FPS casual. So
0: <laughs> I guess we'll allow it. But yeah.
1: So um, the reason they are talking about that, and I, have you played the Fallout's dub? I have. I not like, not as much as like some people. Um, I played fallout. I like, I played some fallout three, a little bit of fallout, new Vegas, never like finished it. I almost finished uh fallout four. Um, really liked it, but I never like it kind of the same thing. Like the Bethesda, the Bethesda games, man are pretty, pretty in depth. And it's like, you do really gotta, you know, kind of Tarkovian, right. If you will, <laughs> um, to, to a yeah. certain degree, but, not in, not in a real time world, you know. But yeah, but no, a- I I really enjoyed Fallout Four. I mean, it's, it, they're, they're It's a hard game to deny. they they're. Yeah, they're. It's one of the staples of of gaming now. Yeah. So, yeah, but, no, I I enjoyed Fallout Four and Three quite a bit, and New so, Vegas actually.
0: So so why that's in why it's in the news is, uh, Jeff Grubb has reported that they are in early talks at Obsidian to, start working on Fallout New Vegas too. So they're yeah, going to do, gonna awesome do a, another Vegas one. So that's why I wanted to talk about it a little bit. And the other reason why I think it's kind of pertinent, I'm showing the trailer from the first uh, New Vegas, but um, yeah. why I think it's interesting is I felt like, and I talked about this with Geeks A, he's a, he's a Tarkov streamer um, and content creator. He has YouTube as well.
1: Um, he, Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, it's, it's Geeks A. Geeks, Geeks A. a. Yeah, is. Yeah, he's Canadian. To get a, don't, that's not, yeah.
0: He's an incredibly <laughs> Canadian. He's extremely, <laughs> extremely, extremely Canadian. I love that dude. Um, uh, But he, uh, and we talked about this a little bit, like Fallout, like, isn't that far from being Tarkov. Like, it could be a game that changes a few things around yeah. and almost be like a Tarkov light that's ported to console and there's people that would play it. Um, Ooh, cause, yeah. Because there's... A, there's a big. I, I just I've had a lot of people in my streams and stuff when I'm playing Tarkov. Like I wish I could play it on console, and I think that's why. Yeah. I mean, and there's just a market that there's it's undeniable that there's a there's a large group of people that are missing out on that type of gameplay, and I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to tweak Fallout into that if they wanted to go that route.
1: But yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I hadn't really thought, but like I said, it is it's somewhat Tarkovian before, in that sense. It's like yeah, like just you can pick up everything. You can pick up absolutely everything, right? It's like in, you got to manage your inventory, uh, you know. Um, but uh, but I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting take because the thing is, too, it's... I mean, that's one part of the Fallout games, but another part of the Fallout games has always been the the decision-making and the storytelling, right? Like, and in, in, in the way you progress the story depending on all your decision-making and stuff like that. And especially, yep. obviously, that's, that's the, a big thing with, like, the... With like your Elder Scrolls games and, and stuff like that, right? So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's somewhere in there for that because yeah, obviously a lot of people keep saying but like I saw a meme, I saw a meme, like there's there's that meme of that uh photoshopped PlayStation controller with like sixteen different um analog sticks on it and like yeah. fifty buttons is like you wanna play Tarkov on console, you're gonna need this controller. <laughs> Not wrong. Um, right, right,
0: Yeah. the other, th- the thing I thought about, well, I didn't think about this. Um, it goes to, uh, uh, get flanked. We talked about, he's a, uh, rainbow six content creator. And, uh, he said, he, we just got to talking about Tarkov cause we both kind of started it like this wipe cause they added the VoIP and made the flea market changes. It's yeah, really cool. But anyway, I talked about that enough. Um, the, he, he mentioned that there's a lot of people who want to play it on on console, and, I was, and he's like, why don't they just do it? And I'm like, because it was you can't play that with a controller. And he said, no. and he brought up a really good point that the new consoles natively support mouse and keyboard if you enable it as a developer. So they could just put Tarkov on console. It's a CPU, GPU, oh, right? True. And they could require yeah. you to use a mouse and keyboard so like that is totally true actually So people could i mean it would just allow people that are willing to, you know uh console folks that are traditionally controller players it would allow them to, to get into that world a little bit and, and play a little bit with that um but they just have to play mouse and keyboard but you can still play it so huh. and now that, that would be enticing to me uh because they're they there wouldn't be any cheaters like allegedly like pretty much it would cut way down on cheaters. Cause it'd be on console and you play mouse and keyboard. Like,
1: um. Oh God, man. Speaking of, speaking of cheaters and Warzone, um, shout out to, uh, McBango, Mc, uh, twitch.tv slash McBango. He's a, he's a, uh, drop shot community guy, objective community guy, friend of the pod, friend of you know, uh, he streams a ton. Oh, I've watched him play and he cheaters in Warzone are out of control, man. I, it, again yeah even out of control out of control might not be the right term for it, but they're still there they quite yeah i watched him stream and he ran into a handful like in just a few hours of playing yeah and even with the, their ricochet anti-cheat yeah it's like man and what you, frustration
0: too. and then you have all the people using like cronuses too so i've seen um
1: oh yeah i've seen
0: people with uh they have these super high dps bills with a ton of recoil but then when they shoot, there's just nothing because you can put that into the Cronus and it can take the recoil out for you. You see that all the time and anti-cheat's not going to pick that up. And it's like, it's super depressing. And like cheaters in Tarkov hurt so bad because it's so high stakes. And if you, if you're like trying to complete a task that you've been working on for weeks and you're going to do it and like, yeah, oh it hurts. Like, I don't see that many of them.
1: You've been killed by a cheater
0: though in that game. Um, occasionally there's like really blatant ones. Um, so sometimes yeah. like people will be sprinting and they'll sprint around a corner and headshot you from the hip. And it's like that's not possible. Not going to happen in that yeah. game, right? Yeah. And there's there's some crazy cheats where people like su- certain like super blatant cheaters will actually talk shit over the comms. There's proximity chat oh, now. Fucking um, and they can shit. see and they'll try to freak people out. So I've seen this on YouTube. They can see your stats. They can see your name and they can see what loot you have um so they can i've uh i've seen videos of people like there'll be a cheater come up to them and say you know hey uh if you drop that graphics card i'll let you go so like they know what loot they have oh
1: gosh yeah man and uh
0: there's there's a guy he's really really cool his name is uh that friendly guy and he plays Tarkov without guns. He hasn't fired a single shot, and he's like super high level. And he just runs around and voips people and tries to work with people. So like he'll he'll say, you know, hey, I'll give you this. You let me run around with you, and he was just really sneaky. But he'll also talk to people and try to communicate and uh, to get through it without without really? killing anybody. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting. But he came across a cheater uh, in labs, which I don't know how you go to labs without a gun. But um, and he was talking to him, and he it was weird. The guy was like. Finding loot, like he was going right to loot, like in places you wouldn't check, and finding good stuff. And the guy was like, "Are you cheating?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah, I'm cheating." And he's like, "That's the only reason I didn't kill you. is because I can see your stats and tell that your KD is really low and you weren't a threat to me." Like he can, (laughs) he can see everybody's stats in the lobby and stuff. It's like uh, these people, but wow. Anyway, and the yeah the last game I wanted to talk about and you guys talked about this in your podcast a little bit and I think Evan you've played this World War 3 yep. um you played it a little bit um the reason I wanted to bring that up so all of these have a reason to talk about them today um we are officially not officially some places are but next month will be uh, launch month for the open beta of uh, World War 3 so it's supposed to come out free to play in March and there's a couple big things happening with it they're doing an audio rework which is badly needed and i'm really hoping i'm really hoping for a uh, for a few new maps but i was wanted to get your thoughts on where you think world war 3 is and what chance it has of succeeding
2: given the state of 2042 i think it could do really well i know it's pc only but it is free to play so i, I think it could do pretty decently all things considered given the the state of everything right now the little bit i played i i have maybe five or six hours in it from the one free-to-play closed beta weekend a couple weeks ago i really enjoyed it it's i don't know if it's a game that i could sink as much time into as a traditional battlefield game but i can i can see myself all right yeah cool i've got nothing else to do no one's online i'm gonna kill some time i'm gonna hop on world war three and i'm just gonna fuck around or okay cool yeah the boys are online let's let's go run some and we'll we'll be a little more serious and and try and try and run some shit yeah i have i have high hopes but low expectations it's kind of i do that base a lot take? anymore yeah yes it's a base take uh, <laughs> makes sense. i don't think i was as butthurt about how 2042 launched because of that i've gone into almost every game with high hopes low expectations because th- th- they're out here to make money so a free-to-play game is a little bit different it'll be interesting to see how they try to monetize it but again, I don't spend money on games past the initial purchase, so it doesn't really matter to me all yeah, that
0: much, unless it's like a pay-to-win thing where you're getting stomped right. by people that are buying a only purchasable gun. But yeah, right. Yeah, no, there. It's interesting and it's funny because it's come full circle. I bought it the first time it came out because that's when people were disenfranchised with Battlefield Five. It's like people were upset about that, so I'm like, man, World War Three has a chance. And then it came out and just fizzled in the pan dude it was so rough and then uh, so now it's funny to me how we were like well now it's going to get squashed by 2042 but then we've come back around to like yeah. hey, oh man i no one likes 2042 world war 3 has a chance it's just funny because like I've, I've heard all this stuff before but i i really think they do it's going to be interesting to see what they do with My Dot Games as a publisher and how they and i'm with you like it's going to be uh very important to see how they handle microtransactions in a free-to-play game that can be done tastefully or that can be done pretty uh pretty incorrectly yes
2: yeah that's the reason i I typically don't play free-to-play games Yeah, is there it's either it doesn't really matter or it's pay to win and it's usually pay to win i'm just like i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna waste my time so because i'm not gonna pay
0: and i've i've said this a couple times for this game to be absolutely amazing the potential is there because i like i said the the soldier and the weapon customization are the gold standard for me and shooters going forward. And they even have a plus system. There's just called the backpack system. So you can have Mm -hmm. a couple different attachments in your backpack and change them on the fly, uh, which is really cool and interesting um, that they kind of did that at the same time 2042 did. It needs audio. They're working on it. Yeah. I'm really hoping that the new audio, it was supposed to come out this week. They delayed that. Um, They just tweeted today. Um, So the audio is delayed. And then, um, but they're working on it. Hopefully for the for the release this month. Um, so they're working on that for sure, which is really good. It needs more maps because there's only like four, and then which but we've seen teases Absolutely. of them in there trailers.
1: Are only four maps. Oh, wow,
0: yeah, there's not very many maps, yeah. um, right now. And then um, this this is a selfish one. This is not what it needs, but this is what I want. Um, in the in a brief in an internal meeting, they talked about. Um, Wanting to do esports eventually and having to come up with a different game mode just for esports, and I'm telling you, dude, if this game had a search and destroy mode, like with you could four stack or five stack with some friends and get sweaty and play search and destroy with these mechanics, I'm so in, dude. Because you could you could play your TDM to warm up if you wanted to run around and drink some beers and bourbon. You could just run around on like the conquest type game mode and then if you wanted to sweat and get serious and compete you play the S&D, yeah, like have a yeah. range mode, and it would have everything uh so that's just like my selfish hope i know it doesn't need that to succeed to fill that battlefield gap but that's that's like that's like just what i would i would love to see from them but i'm i'm rooting for them i hope i hope they can bring it together i know we we've cut them a lot of slack because they've they've let us down a lot before with their first release and stuff like that it was really rough. Um, and that's why it died. But cool. I also wanted to mention, this is another game I get where, you know, OSB, you mentioned, it's only on PC true. Um, but what I thought was interesting, they have a creator program, um, that you can sign up for to try to be like a partnered creator and in the frequently asked questions of it, um, it's one of the questions was, are you accepting console creators? And they said not at this time, but eventually our plan is to bring some console creators on board. So I'm like, well, it would be pretty silly to have console content creators that can't play your game. Yeah. So I think there's a, I think there's a hope that they, they come to console eventually
2: uh, based based on that pretty much. Yeah. And the new consoles are so close to a, like a low end PC it it kind of makes sense i can't imagine it would be a huge jump to to transfer it over granted i know fuck all about programming and all of that back end stuff but they use an amd apu essentially yeah. so i i can't imagine it would be all that difficult i know mapping all the controls and stuff would be an issue but
0: it does have rudimentary uh, controller support so I mean it's like they've started like you can play it with a controller and it's got a few like stick sensitivity and stuff like built into it so yeah they would they would just need to flesh that out and then then they would be with it but yeah have you have you
1: played it dub I did I played it a little what what was it It was like an it was a free weekend right yeah Uh, like about a month ago Yep, downloaded it and played it on the free weekend. I could get, I could definitely get into too. In the uh, search and destroy mode is would be yeah would in this game would be pretty good. I I dug it. I think it it must. I I it played pretty well. I thought it played well. I thought um, the movement was good. I thought gunplay felt pretty good. I like the uh, I like the sound of the guns. Um, but yeah, overall the audio was definitely a little sus overall. Um, but uh, no, it's um, yeah, it's got the, it's it's definitely got the potential. So it's definitely yeah. got the potential there. So we'll see what the that develop. What's the name of that developer that makes that game? Uh,
2: Farm Fifty um, One.
0: 51? Farm 51 is a developer, and then they were they went in. I'm not sure who bought who or whatever, but dot Games is the publisher, and like that's the okay. launcher and stuff okay, you have to yeah. go to. So they they picked up on them to help them like finish the game out. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's where that's at. I'm I'm hopeful yeah. for it, and I even even though that like I'm still excited to play. Uh, the thing I'm most excited about for Modern Warfare 2 is I want I want to get try to get a stack of uh, people to play Search and Destroy in Modern Warfare Roman Numeral 2. Um, all right, all I think right. that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> cuz i yeah. i've always i've always loved siege for that like i've loved the gameplay of like search and destroy but i've never really like dove into a cod and like learned the meta and like the the perks and attachments and the like the lanes and yeah. stuff of the maps for s and i like rainbow oh, 6 baby. is like search and destroy on steroids so it'd be cool to have a little bit more accessible search and destroy cuz i i love that flow oh. of like round based tension and, yeah, and like yeah. squad play it's yeah. so, like it, it builds up yeah. it builds up and then you kind of regroup and and it's almost like each round is like a final circle of a br
1: but yeah i don't know if i could do that again i was real into that on uh, uh for count with counter-strike source yeah i was just like I was a big yeah. yeah i was a big cs source uh chad and uh i played that a ton man fucking dust 2 and um oh, what was the name of the other map dust 2 and oh god what was it what was the name of that map shit can't remember the names of the maps now. I want to look it up, but yeah, but like that, you're, you're kind of I'll, talking my language.
2: I'll be back in a minute, boys. Somebody is yeah. harassing me. Oh, oh, sounds man. good. You better handle that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I'll say a, pr- I'll say a prayer the, for
0: him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're definitely talking my language with like the, with the search and destroy thing. And you almost listen to you talk about Rainbow Six Siege, almost makes me want to try it out. But I've heard you talk about the game and how and how it. The, it can be a little toxic yeah. and it is sweaty as hell apparently yeah. like just that's what i liked about it cousin. though
0: like i've had some yeah. of my favorite multiplayer experiences in my life playing uh ranked rainbow Siege with friends because i i used to be a competitive shooter in real life and like so like okay. having having that outlet of competing in my home like for free essentially right, like, at the computer right. it's so cool yeah. like and like some yeah. of the stuff and the comms and like the clutches and like getting better and like seeing that rank go up and my, I had a massive goal of reaching platinum and I did that. And I was like, so proud of being able to get there as an old person playing a flicky shooter like that. um, So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just have a, I have a, a big place in my heart for for siege. And it, it's similar to Tarkov. You're going to eat shit for a good four months before you start pulling stuff off. But I feel like right, before yeah. that, before that pretty early on, I think you'll, you would see the appeal of it. Um if you, uh, you play with friends, solo queuing is a nightmare. Um, I would rather slam my wiener in a car door uh than start out <laughs> on that game with uh, freaking solo. Like it, it's Damn. not good. But if you had if you had some people to play, like I I mean we could probably find somebody that's played that game a little bit to play with you. Um sure, right. and, uh, it, I don't know. it's pretty yeah. fun. But yeah. at the same time, that's another game like I really commend them for supporting. They're going into year seven um with new content that's and cool that's enough. a game that you get your money's worth like you can buy it on sale for like 7 bucks and you can unlock everything playing it and all the maps and stuff for free and i have a lot of hours in a 15 game which which is
2: is wow really yeah. darn cool yeah. but yeah good it's it's so value. deep
0: and you're always learning um yeah you never stop learning in that game it's really cool um yeah i've, I've been trying to like find people to play with the game. I'd love to get like a stack together and play, play some more uh, siege. I want to get back into it in year seven a little bit.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool game. If you like CS, I feel like you would get it. You'd understand it pretty quick. The The thing that would take, right. that takes the time is learning the maps and then uh, yeah. learning what operators do what. And then, then once you get that, then you have the base and then it's down to like angles. Like you'll get killed from somewhere right. weird. Yep which is cool because like there is a kill cam and uh well they they have now you can go back and watch a match so you can watch a complete match from anyone's perspective or an overview or anything it records every match you can go back and watch it and learn from it it's really cool like sometimes you'll get killed from a crazy spot or somebody will punch a hole in the floor and shoot you across through into a doorway or through a window and it's like oh that sucks but at the same time you're like i'm gonna remember that and then you do that to somebody else and it's like it's like it's pretty cool but Yeah. 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 so anyway i think that pretty much covers most of the stuff i wanted to talk about um we can uh kind of Mm -hmm. freestyle for a little bit if anybody in chat wants to ask questions or make a statement um yeah i pretty much that's the that's the planned portion of what i wanted to talk about um that was pretty awesome but anybody in chat have a question
1: or an opinion to talk about. Did we talk enough news? I hope we talked enough news for I know that it's, it's supposed to be kind of a news show. and We did kind of no, like we're we're safe kind of because
0: because I big brained this and I call it news and talk. I uh, well, So we talked. Big brained. No, Brinkled. but that that's big-brained. what I wanted to be. No, it's that that was great, dude. I really appreciate you guys. Oh, that that's wanted. exactly what I want it to be. Um, we sprinkle some news. We talk about the current events in the first person shooter. We give our opinions and reactions and discuss it. And that's, that's exactly what we did and what I want the show to be. Um, first off, real quick, um, thank you to uh, Sadballs for the 149 wreck uh, with the 10. Uh, this just in with the 499 and Jacob Grubb with the 499. You guys popped off with the super chats. I'm gonna have to cut you guys a royalty check. Gee
1: whiz, this is just in. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude. He's a uh, he's from he's a, a friend of the pod. He's a he's an objective guy. Came in and checked you out, man. So that's cool. He's actually the guy I was talking about. He's he's the Hazard Zone Chad. Like oh nice mode, nice yeah, yeah, I, so, yeah i've i kind
0: of stopped like i got to where i feel like i can maybe call myself a chad i have a 17 streak, 17 game uh extraction extre- streak on angel yeah. so he's sitting on 17 right now and that's when i call nice <laughs>
1: wow. uh yeah jake's jake's chat, yeah, check what do you think is going on behind the scenes of 2042 Obviously, you see that BF4, BF1, BF5 all have higher player counts, like on Steam. Uh, they know the game failed. They Do they even try to create a lot of uh, DLC, or do they just basically say, let's move on to the next game because we can't? Yeah, screw up again. Oh, dude, I don't know. That's, that's the million-dollar
0: question. It's yeah. the million-dollar
1: question. Well, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Say. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We have no idea what they're thinking. I've said though like I say 90 I'm 98% sure that this game's getting anthemed, and yes they know the game failed so they're going to this is going to be like a ooh you know but they're I don't know but like what do they do dude? I mean do they like I don't know they're no I don't think they're going to like relaunch. I think they're going to announce Hazard Zone is free to play. We've got tons of content for it. And if you, you know, it's free to play and there's lots of fun stuff you can do for free. And here's and if you, <laughs> if you like the game enough, yeah, it's going to, they're in a weird spot. Cause it seems like in a complete, it seems like a totally, um, like, uh, just out of place for them to even try to ask for more money, right. For, for, from consumers for this game. So it's like, I don't know, but, uh, that's really the million dollar question, man. they're, scrambling they're either scrambling or they're i don't or they're working their ass off zampella and uh the guy in seattle uh who you mentioned earlier they're they're either maybe they're working their ass off and they're going to turn this thing around yeah and that might be why
0: that might be why we've gotten the silence i mean dice has always done this almost but this time the reason could be that they're kind of retooling everything and like they have all this new leadership that kind of has to meet and figure out what direction they want to go and that i mean that Changing yeah, changing like three massive bosses all at once has to be like a bit of a transition period.
1: Um, though so I oh, absolutely, yeah, you your, yeah, losing, losing uh, Oscar Gabrielson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, bringing on Vince Ampella uh, Daniel Berlin is still there. Um, and he's a he's a pretty OG battlefield guy, but um, but I mean, you, Alexander Grundall left. Yeah, you've right. Yes, that's another one left. He was a- but those guys are all the top, and then you've got all these new, new people in the studio, right? You've got young, hopefully talented people in the studio, you know, and you've got to like, yeah, they've got to work with these people and 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 get them all on the same page, and yeah, it's gonna be, uh, ugh, it's gonna be a very June. June is gonna be the most interesting time. June, if they even if we don't even see the, the stuff get pushed back, right? I mean, who knows, but... Yeah, and then... Exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step away for a second. I got to use the bathroom. No worries.
0: And then uh, Jacob says, do you think they try Specialist again? Unfortunately, yeah. Um, Did I, wh- did, wh- did I hear that right, uh, OSB? Did, didn't they hire Leto to work on furthering the Specialist story?
2: Like, so they just made that hire, so there's not going anywhere. So it's to... They hired him to more build on the lore and the world i don't know if it's necessarily specialist backstories and whatever bullshit angel does in his free time with his pedophile goatee and his tactical beanie but he he's there to to help with the the story somehow we'll see how that goes uh i can see them just scrapping the game entirely and he works on the story maybe the next one ties in twenty twenty forty three is is the the bigger better version of this game with an actual story but time will tell dude i have no fucking idea
0: yeah i i really think uh i really think specialists are here to stay yeah um,
2: i do too they they push microtransactions as long as they're fairly balanced, which m- more or less they are. I know Angel is pretty OP, but they're not—they're not as bad as they could be. Right. Uh, I I can see them working out a lot of the bugs with them, but again, time will tell. I don't yeah. have a crystal ball.
0: Yeah, they can make it work, but they. Based on the hirings alone, um, I, I specialists aren't going anywhere. They might no. tone them down a lot, maybe in the next one, and I think they could do a standalone campaign type story game with specialists yeah. and a lot of lore and stuff into I it. Could, so,
2: I could see them doing. And I don't remember who said this because I'm taking this from somebody's YouTube video. Maybe it was Stoddy, Stody or Westy. I think I could see them doing it. How like the, um, oh, what were they called in? battlefield one the, oh the specialist
0: pickups or whatever yeah like the yeah elite like you plus? could
2: pick up angel like you could pick up a tank hunter or you could pick up Falk,
0: and they did that in battlefront right like you could pick up a jedi hero or whatever or yeah them, i but... didn't
2: play as much battlefront um but i could see them doing it like that where generally you're you're just a dude on the battlefield and you can pick up the crate to be Angel or Irish or Falker, whoever the fuck you you want to be,
0: yeah, um yeah. So I guess Insurgent is breaking a little bit of news here at the end of the show. Um, he sent me a screenshot of he direct message the game director for Days Gone, and a game right. designer from Siphon Filter and said that they're working on something new at that studio that made Siphon Filter. That's pretty interesting. That studio has been purchased by Sony, um, so there could be a could be a new shooter from Sony. There's. I really appreciate that, man. Thanks for, thanks for uh, keeping us in the loop, but that's, I mean, that's just, there's a, I feel like there's a hole left by no cod in 2023 and it's going to be like a race to see who tries to fill that void. And that could be one of them.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely one of the, that's one of the biggest kind of, yeah, sort of uh stories with, with that whole announcement. Yeah, you're right. Like you said, man, like it, what, what fills, what fills that void in. Yeah.
0: If the next Battlefield is 1944 with an emphasis on classic American battles, everyone knows and loves D-Day. Uh, uh, another World War II game, OSB would pre-order that today. Yep. yeah, I it. would
2: buy every Tom <laughs> Cruise skin. I would run around as a Japanese chick in the Soviet Union fighting <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera. No, stop it. Get no. some help.
0: <laughs> no, what I what I will say, Jacob though, like really along those lines is I'm probably I'm gonna try a sneak peek, guys, for video. Uh what I'm gonna make is I think I'm gonna try to do a live commentary with Battlefield 5, and this you're gonna love to hear this OSB. I I'm to the point where I would love to see Battlefield 5 DLC instead of anything more 2042. <laughs> really? Wait, wait, wait. Um, because I feel like the engine is better, it's so much more optimized, it still holds up graphically. I love the mechanics. If they took that game, and they ditched the random recoil and ditched attrition, it still has classes and everything that people like, and they left so much content on the table with that game, stopping it early to work on 2042. They, They did all those wars and battles and stuff that were less heard of, but they left... So many iconic battles that I think would look stunning on that engine on that version of Frostbite, still. And they just left a ton of content. They didn't do like any of the main, like, Eastern and Western front stuff that they could have done. And like, some yeah. of those iconic battles I feel like would be perfect DLC. Like, he's talking about a 1944. I think that stuff would go in there because they didn't touch it in that game. And that engine still holds up extremely well. That's
2: yes, it does. I don't it, disagree with you. I'm just done with World War II, but Battle of Stalingrad <laughs> would be pretty cool. I thought um, it should have been there.
0: I thought if they did something cool with like Battle of the Bulge and all the tanks were like try, running out of gas and stuff, and the had to like, yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. There
1: should be some really cool stuff that um, they did. Um, yeah, 2042 is a new version of Frostbite, too, right? Which I thought is crazy because like, it seems Battle way worse. What's that?
0: it seems way it's like it's a new engine
1: but it's like seems way worse battlefield 5 looks amazing the graphics in battlefield 5 are fucking great i don't know why they felt they needed to do that um and it runs great it it does run great i can now you can see the difference you can definitely see the difference in the character models the the character models in five fine look okay but definitely not on the level that the character models are in 2042. If there's one thing about 2042, like I've, and I've said this, the character models look fucking incredible. Like the, the, the realistic facial movement, the, the amount, the amount of detail in it. So it's like, that's definitely what they went for. And they, they got that, but the rest of the game is crap. Unfortunately. Um, I was going to also mention real quick to insurgent. Um, mentioned said in your chat games based on middle east uh middle east iraq wars or or, no where was the first one yeah Yeah. uh, just middle east are the best for combat and i'll tell you what one of my favorite iterations of battlefield was a was a uh, mod for battlefield 1942 called desert combat and it was like an iraq war a mod for Battlefield 1942, and it was badass, man. It was it was so well done. In fact, the developers that d- that did it got hired by Dice to work on Battlefield 2. Like they did such an amazing job. Wow, I can't remember. Uh, it was a uh, Trauma Trauma Studios, or as the studio that did it? And then they got hired. <laughs> they brought them in to work on Battlefield 2. It was yeah. So and it was a it was like a it was a a desert con. It was a Middle Eastern. Yeah, it was there was um, there was Iraqi forces and US forces. And but yeah, it was it was a super fun mod for 1942. Actually, it was really, really well done. I don't know. I wonder if Insurgent, uh, I wonder if you ever got a chance to play it. But
0: yeah, then there's some other games that are crazy along those lines, like Squad does that. And then I don't know what happened. I need to research what happened to that game, uh, Eight Days in Fallujah. Um, That seemed like a really wild game um, because. and they took it off the market for a while, I think, because something was too controversial about it. But um, the interesting part about that is they tried to harness the suckiness of like urban combat, so the maps are procedurally generated every round, so you never play the same maps, so it's always new and you always wow. don't know what you're getting into. Yeah, Man, and th- that's wild. I, I know they have a they have a trailer where it shows the maps and they do like a like a crane shot, like a pan up of the camera. And the map just morphs into different maps. Like, and that's how the they just show in that engine that it procedurally generates the map every round. So it's always different. You never get the same map. Interesting. Wow. And they said they wanted to harness the uncertainty of like going into a place like that. And like, sure, not knowing. Because right, yeah. like on other games, like you learn the maps, you know, hey, somebody usually sits behind here. So I'm going to check it or pre-fire it. And then if you can't do that, like it completely changes it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, already leaked by Tom. They he'll to build up the server Twenty forty two. Yeah, I don't think the the twenty forty two stuff's going anywhere. Um, there is a world I feel like where they ditch it if it does, you know, terrible for the next couple. Um, but based on what he's saying, and I kind of know where Tom gets his information from, and it's really uh pretty reliable. And uh, I, I don't think the twenty forty two stuff is going anywhere. Um, yeah, probably not. They're yep. gonna they're gonna try it a few more times hopefully they can like i'm I'm not a fan like the specialist in the twenty forty two lore and having them like that is like not my first choice for what to do with the game but at the same time if the game plays good I don't really give a shit
2: yeah
1: yeah I just want them to optimize it it's still just it still runs way too terribly for i mean like Evan and I both have pretty uh pretty beast pcs and it's like why don't why, you know it's like this game should run way smoother than this it's so bad
0: I definitely get that insurgent where you're talking like the US playing the good guy Um yeah I can see that being frustrating especially like a lot of the citizens of those countries don't support wars like we're seeing that today like a lot of the right. from what I've seen many of the Russian people don't support uh, what's going on right now and it would it would be frustrating to see your country pro- portrayed as a bad guy all the time if that's not what you uh if that's not what you agree with so i definitely understand that i just i really try to remove myself from from video games and keep them in their own world is that's just, it's just a video game that might be easy for me to say because all the us developers always make the us the good guys um right yeah but like i i try to i try to keep it you know it's just a video game but i i speaking from you know, always, most all the time being on the good side, so I, I definitely get what you're
1: saying. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. What else you guys got? <sighs> I think that's... Unless
0: chat got anything else. Yeah. 2042, Matt, based on gameplay. Mine's Renewal, too. Yeah. I. Right. What's your yeah, guys' favorite one?
1: 20- renewal's my... Yeah, Renewal is... I like... I think of... I mean... Of all the maps, though, the one that like captures the world that they you know said they were gonna you know sort of portray in a sense is uh, discarded. I think discarded's okay. Um, there's pl- at least it's one of the maps with a lot of cover. I mean, there's still some spaces that are definitely like way too big, but like you know there's plenty of cover amongst all the, the broken down cargo ship stuff. Um, but renewal at least renewal is the one that feels closest to a traditional battlefield map, and
0: for me. You know, it um, seems like you're not as far from combat, and you're not as far from cover um, in that no, map right. at, at all times. Oh, yeah. Like you feel on the others. Like if you see a vehicle coming, you can get to something, or if you want to go fight somebody, you don't have to run for thirty minutes. You only have to run for like eighteen minutes. <laughs> So like. yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll take these yeah.
1: victories where we can get them, boys. We, can we... exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like there's there's little things I've talk, there's little things about the maps that are cool. The stadium and hourglass, the way it's like half filled in with sand and everything, is really cool. And yeah. like, there's there's little aspects about the maps that where they they definitely got creative and they're pretty cool. But like overall, they're mostly they're mostly pretty crap.
0: Which which makes me sad, which makes me sad that they uh didn't get enough time to flesh out some of those ideas some more and finish them. Yeah. And what what is with the the random like refrigerant raining down on you and causing damage like for no reason? That
1: yeah makes me upset. It does have I know it happens. Well, there's fire suppression systems in some of the buildings, but they seem to go off randomly. Um, an orbital. A lot of those like pipelines and a lot of the like kind of like uh, storage units—they're—they're holding coolant, right? So it's like if if those get they they explode, similar to the way the 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 massive uh, oil you know the oil containers on uh, Breakaway explode. So yeah, I know, but it does seem to happen kind of randomly. sometime. it's actually pretty annoying. And
0: I, like in that the stadium that you're talking about the, the one on yep. hourglass
1: hourglass
2: yeah. yeah
0: yeah that's like i said hourglass um <laughs> that 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 stadium like you can fight inside there on the one end that's not covered in sand and it just it's like random and i'm like what why what i'm taking damage like you'll be in a fight on some stairs and like you're about to pull off like a 1v3 or something in the refrigerator will kill you because you're low health and i'm like that's fun
1: yeah. Oh, yeah right i know
0: yeah So no. yeah i know yeah jacob it sounds like a lot of stuff was scrapped um and it all comes down to just yeah. time and then we uh i mean we even if you don't trust the leaks or whatever you can look in the concept art and there's like so many different natural disasters in the concept art there's flooding uh there's fires uh there's mudslides and stuff yeah, that know, yeah. was in the concept art that didn't make it into the game. It's like we got a tornado. <laughs> I know, I th- dude. When the oh game God. first came out, I was like, oh I was, I said, legit. It feels like they worked two, they worked two and a half years on a tornado and six six months on the rest of the game. Well, here's like, the, the thing. tornado looks crazy, yeah. and the rest of the game is dog water.
1: Here's the thing, they did kind of do this before. Not the same team, obviously, because this was a long time ago. A lot of people and this is and this is and, and I'm I'm not the only one for a long time I thought I was like the only person that said this, but like I've watched some videos in the past like couple of years since I've started like kind of following the game and stuff. and I've seen other people say this. Battlefield 4 was essentially like almost like kind of more like a battlefield 3.5, right? It was because battlefield three was not a super. Uh, wasn't it wasn't definitely was definitely a little bit skimpier in terms of the way it was developed and it I remember it feeling very rushed I remember thinking this game doesn't have a lot going on the menu system seemed kind of weird there's not it didn't release with very many maps you know um, and not a lot of stuff to unlock you know and it was it always felt very rushed and and then they confirmed that it was rushed because they released the first um uh, DLC for it fairly quickly after it first released. Uh, Aftershock I believe was, the. I'm pretty sure that was the first DLC for Battlefield 3 and and then when 4 came out, 4 was like, for the most part it was like, a lot of this game looks a lot like Battlefield 3. Like They didn't really make a big leap from Battlefield 3 to this game. A lot of it looks very similar. A lot of the text looks exactly the same. The radar looks exactly the same. A lot of this stuff just looks exactly the same. But they fleshed out the menus better, they added more weapons, they added more unlocks and stuff like that, right? So it's like so in a sense, they've done this before now this is a, is a little different because this game is such a disaster from the start like this is this is nowhere near as as complete a game as Battlefield three was, but like I don't know, like the guy some of the people that were there for this. For Battlefield, the Battlefield Three to Battlefield Four are still there. I'm pretty sure Daniel, Daniel Berlin's one of them. So, like, maybe they're going to go look. This has happened before. We're going to come out with Battlefield 2042 with a subtitle, and it's and it's going to be the the game that they uh, you know had originally visioned. Maybe, yeah. maybe I don't know. I'm
0: just- the craziest thing I saw is there's only one person that's been on there before Battlefield Five on the map team the rest oh, of them really? came at battlefield 5 or later
2: Oof, interesting. interesting yeah that yeah, was like that the is, big takeaway no.
0: from my thing helping tom like that stuck out to me is like right. out of yeah. like the 20 people on the map design team one person was there for battlefield 415 the rest of them came most of them all but a couple came partway through battlefield 5 so this is like their first full game of designing that and then you start to see like Oh, yeah. that's why that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. So, anyway, I think that's a that's a good spot to end the stream, guys. That was really awesome. Um, if you want to, if uh, you guys would stick around in the vid call, touch base with you before we uh we bail. But yeah, I'll probably end sure. the end the stream here. Um, All of you guys at home, please check out the links in the description. You guys can get their Twitches. Um, That's where they stream it on Dubfires on Thursdays is their podcast. It's really good. It's a lot like this, but like a lot better because I'm not there and then you guys can check that out and um they are on taking a little bit of a break but they should be back uh, next month is their plan so far so just keep an eye out for that uh hit the bell on them and then go over and check out their podcast if you guys um their last uh several episodes are still really relevant to what's going on today and with battlefield and everything so if you guys are working or driving and want something to listen to i highly recommend uh check the link to their uh to their podcast is also in the description. So I would just encourage you guys, um, to, uh, to check them out. Cause they're awesome as you have seen tonight. And, um, I think that's all I had. Did you guys have anything to add before we take off?
1: No, no. Uh, just, uh, thanks you. Yeah. Thanks, man. This is awesome being on. I really appreciate you having us on, uh, you're a friend of the pod, of course on a phone, man, always be a friend of the pod. Uh, Appreciate you plugging it and everything. Yeah, everyone. Um, if you check it out, yeah, check out some of the past episodes. Um, there won't be any new ones for yeah, like as Crash said, for a little while. Uh, but we plan on being back. We're not going anywhere. We just we gotta this game. This you know this game is we're we're kind of one more casualty of 2042 as a lot of a lot as a lot of content creators are. But we're not. Uh, we're we're only um, we're only downed. We're not. We're only downed. You know we're we're we'll, we're we're looking for a revive which we're working on right so we'll 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 and we'll get there we'll get ourselves back up and uh, we'll so but I uh, I appreciate if you if you check out the podcast I really appreciate it and uh, yeah so yeah uh, it's just it's just it, yeah
0: it's just too much fun making podcasts and videos to quit even though the game sucks so we're we're all right. pivoting, pivoting but carrying on and uh that's right you guys you guys that stick with us are, are fucking legends and it, and it means real a lot ones. Um, real
1: real ones we got but, some yeah. real ones in our community too and uh absolutely justin was in your chat hanging uh junkie yeah. boy rob dog old uh, well, cramped club a bunch of yeah we got a bunch of real ones in our community too man that's been great so yeah
0: and th- thanks for sharing your community with me too like uh giving me shout outs and stuff has been awesome because you got a great crew over there too so no it's just it's just yeah. uh Good shit all the way around so yeah guys um That's thank you guys so much for watching we should be back next week with some kind of disaster on uh on monday i would love if you guys could tune in thanks so much for being here we'll leave the vod up right away um for everybody and uh hopefully see you on the next one peace peace
2: out everyone deuces